0: Welcome to episode 43 of We Need to Talk About Horror, presented by DestroyTheBrain.com.
1: I'm Andy Trevenbach. I'm Niles Maddox. I am
2: Rin Maddox. I
1: am Michael Maddox.
0: And we will be d- visiting a couple of pet, <laughs> <laughs> pet cemeteries today. <laughs> Why can't we just play it straight, guys? That's not your what? name.
1: <laughs> Don't go with it.
0: Are you sure? He's not your child? Papa. I'd adopt him.
2: I'm eh. one of you. Ooh, God, 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 that's creepy.
0: Anywho, we'll be visiting a couple of pet cemeteries today. Uh, mainly the 1989 film adaptation, the 1992 sequel of said 89 film adaptation, and 2019's Pet Cemetery, which has uh, just been recently released. It's been out for a week, so we may get into spoilers.
3: And it did rather well, so I'm assuming either you saw it or you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much how it it goes at this point. Yeah.
0: Um, Or it's like, oh, I'll just wait until video. And then they listen to us, and it's like, well, fuck. Why even do it? I feel like
3: (laughs) once I was hearing the reactions to it, I wanted to see it less Mm -hmm. and less. But since we were doing this, I decided, well, Well, I guess I'll just sneak into it.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh. Illegal activity. Using your quote movie pass, unquote. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Piracy is not a victimless crime. No,
0: it's true. It's true. Now I want to hear the music from that 90s commercial. (laughs) You wouldn't steal a
2: handbag.
3: (laughs) Is that how?
0: You wouldn't (laughs) steal a baby. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You
0: wouldn't steal a car.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't steal a vagina.
0: (laughs) Follow us on Twitter as a collective at brain also on instagram at destroy the brain but according to ren we never post anything so you know
2: we need to post more i guess we do
0: i guess we do i just think nobody cares uh facebook.com slash group slash we need to talk about horror is our facebook group and uh yeah Yeah. i think that's about it let's get into what we've been watching
2: That's beautiful,
1: yeah. We was. should do that every time. Freestyle,
0: <laughs> every time. Freestyle what well, we've been watching, okay. Niles, since you're to the right of me, you get the
1: fast duty. I watched a lot of stuff. Oh, um, great, but we'll be here all day. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll limit it to, to three, right? We'll just yeah, yeah, three. let's okay. stick the three. Limit so, it. I'll limit, limit. Uh, so the first one I think I'll talk about is uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Uh, I which, believe there's a short name for that. It's called Chud Um this is actually my first watch. Which I'm surprised but you didn't
0: watch it through the Joe Bob thing because you no. do not have Shudder. I do not have
1: Shudder. This is why we're not sponsored by Shudder Guys. Because of me. Yep. Um Yeah, so it was great and I really the reason I watched it was because of the uh light connections that it has to like us and the idea that it's a conspiracy the government is controlling us yeah so that's the reason i watched it yeah so
0: but it was great well plus it was featured in us as well
1: yeah shortly yeah but it it just it was like okay this was at the end of my list of watch and now Mm -hmm. i just got pushed forward which version
0: did you watch because Uh, there's two versions
1: on there, there it's the one i borrowed from you no, I know. I think there's two versions. Oh, together. no. I watched the yeah. uh, I watched the unedited, just okay. complete raw. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Home Alone. I didn't know there was a back. Shut <sighs> complete raw yeah, edition. Yeah, like Home Alone Zero, oh, the, okay. the prequel to the Home Alones. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was waiting for Macaulay to jump out.
3: <laughs> Do you think it would work that that character was Marv? The, yes. Yeah. Does it work? Does it work? I don't remember <sighs> if it works. Like... Like, from that was him feeding younger. the
1: homeless to sticky bandits. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he turns to a life of crime and meets
3: Joe Pesci. Pretty much,
1: yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Joe Pesci could probably fit into the Chud universe. Maybe, Maybe.
3: Oh, Chud 3 with Pesci. Yeah,
1: God. <laughs> let's make that I'm happen. done. That's all I had. Whatever I liked- you like what Leo gets. I-, I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah, so I, I suggest a watch. Okay. If you have not seen Chud, check it out. It's very fun. So.
3: All right,
0: we you gonna in. watch the sequel? oh yeah, uh Bud the chud
3: <laughs> yeah, Andy uh, doesn't own it I know I'll, what I'll get I do I'll get it. to oh, you it do?
0: It was sent to me. That's uh, the only reason why <laughs> I own I gotcha. it it's uh it's something.
2: Hi Ren. Hello so I watched a movie that I don't know if it really qualifies at horror but it scared mm. the shit out of me Warman, it, it was Return to Oz yeah I
0: like they qualifies yeah.
2: it I, was one of the scariest kids movies I've ever seen
3: I think there's still some some really frightening elephants like the,
2: yeah, the wheelers wheel, the wheelies wheelers yeah
0: wheelies <laughs> the heelys wait what are they called are they called the past wheelers past wheelies? or wheelers
2: wheelers
1: she had okay heelies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I really liked Gene Marsh in it because I grew up watching Willow. Well, oh, Gene Marsh.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Gene Marsh. Jean Marsh a good people.
3: Anyway, who is who is she? Is she the she's the evil lady. the evil queen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Replacable head, queen. Or yes. Replacable face, or the heads or faces?
2: Heads. Heads. Okay. Yes. It's been a while since i so.
3: I saw it like a year or two ago, but I couldn't quite remember.
2: It's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> I was uh, going to say, it sounds like it's still terrifying. I,
3: I, I don't know how Disney made this. I don't either. I wouldn't uh, let they my have kids watch f- it. fully disowned it. Yeah.
1: Uh, not, not, no, not, just, not Song not, of the Sound yeah, disowned, disowned it. Right. Like, we didn't make that movie. I mean, they Blu-rayed it. So...
0: Yeah, Return the. They did Blu-ray
1: it for their uh, Vault movie anywhere or, whatever. or Disney movie. Um, I just I think that time club. frame for Disney, right. they were really trying to. I mean, it was a downturn. Their animations weren't doing well, and yeah, right. I think they were doing a lot of live action. They just didn't really know what was going on. Yet. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Deep Roy was the Tin Man. That was fun.
0: Deep Pussy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeep>. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go into the Deep River part from uh, National Lampoon's vacation. <laughs> Deep
2: River. Thought you were gonna do like a song from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mike. Uh, well, I watched those pet movies. <laughs> Did you we're watch gonna, Pet Graveyard? We're talk about those. <laughs> no, I didn't watch Pet Graveyard. The oh. Asylum. I thought you were gonna take the bullet. No, I thought about it uh we all saw society um fairly recently did we
0: yeah it was yeah. at
2: the
3: late night grind oh it was at that, that, we, that thing
2: that was actually on my list to talk about it puts well. on
0: for us i actually didn't watch it at all really you didn't watch it either. <laughs> this night. is what happens when like there will be a movie where yeah i'm gonna sit down and watch it saturday night because friday night if i go in there and watch it i'll fucking fall asleep because i've been up since 6 a.m that day
3: i mean as much as i like laying sideways you could always come and sit next to me (laughs)
0: but uh no i usually end up talking my fucking ears off to the nightmare shop guys and other people at the bar and stuff so yeah i mean i'll be perfectly transparent especially since i'm not promoting the movie it's an okay movie with a crazy fucking last twenty minutes.
3: That's it. That's all. That's all there is to it. It's it's really it's got interesting ideas. It just
0: doesn't
2: execute. It's got it very interesting
3: well. ideas. It's got pee pee in the coffee that comes out of nowhere. It's
2: pissing the tea. Pissing the tea. Yeah,
3: piss Sorry. In the tea close. Wait, um,
0: but it's not really pissing the tea. She just suggests. Yeah, I, but the piss in the tea. But right? where did it come from? I mean, well, it's supposed to be a weird, distorted kind of movie. Can we talk about her mother. To. Yeah, you yeah. mean uh, uh, Z level? Oh, actually, no, I shouldn't say I this would because
1: say punk rock zombie.
0: No, I, that, that I was, was going to say Z level divine, but Wasn't actually, John, Joe that, Bob made that joke last night too. I'm like, you son of a, you bitch.
3: remember John Candy and Armed and Dangerous when yes. he was cross dressing? Yes, that was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was 100 percent her. Pretty much. Yeah, she is something else. Uh, I don't really know. She's not explained at all. We <laughs> we we have no clue cool what's up. going on with her. I guess she's part of the society since she's coughing up a her ball. Yeah. Uh, but she doesn't seem to want to get in on the action she, in she, there. I, mean, she, I don't get Maybe it.
2: Maybe she was shunted too. She hard was already.
1: her role she was, was, already had a. Her role that was, just in her. turned inside out. <laughs> yeah, her role was to to basically birth the temptress. Like I feel like that was her. She was no, breeded yeah. to have this. Sensual being but
0: yeah, I f- I felt bad for people in St. Louis <laughs> because they're like, oh, go see that late night grindhouse, and then then the week later, oh, Joe Bob showing it. Too. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, that's I, what yeah. just happened. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I actually so ended up it. watching it with Joe Bob for the most part, but I fell asleep both times. You didn't fall. You fell asleep on the most. I, Im- I so incredible part of the Friday movie Friday night. I was watching it and I fell asleep and woke up to Army of Darkness, which was not a bad thing, but it was like one o'clock in the morning. And then uh, last night I watched most of it, and then woke up during like right before the big scene, the big you. finale.
3: That yeah. ending is is enough to uh, kind of justify mm-hmm. the effects for sure. Mm-hmm. Justify it, yeah. I, the, it, oh, some it, of the effects are just some of the effects are, are pretty amazing, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, nothing based on reality. It's all real, like you know it's hyper realistic it, it's kinda. like
0: screaming mad george was like you know what i really want to make the thing
3: yeah but <laughs> yeah. can yeah. we just do it with like, you know like a people just sucking people in can we just do that
1: just a lot of sucking
3: yeah and fisting ah. fisting and then eyeballing fingering I mean, I
2: don't know what else to call it when you're fingering hand eye goes holes into somebody's face. An <laughs> inside
3: outing. Oh man, I had forgotten
1: about oh, that. Yeah, one. that one. That's the that's the
2: the pulsating. That
1: should, that's that's great. how the movie should have ended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <was>. yeah. It's <laughs> also
0: weird that like they just escape so easily. Yeah. Well, it's because yes.
3: the mom. I, or... Anyway, I still would have liked it to turn into a bloodbath at the end. Uh, like same. after after all the the goo just. He just goes in there with an axe and yes. just hacks everybody to pieces. Dead alive. Uh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that would be fun. I agree. Lawnmower.
2: Maximum splatter. Instead,
3: they, just, they just ride off into the sunset? That's it's
0: <laughs> like, what they do.
3: Society.
2: Society.
0: <laughs> Rated R. Actually, are. I think it's unrated, isn't it? You are what we eat. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shunt on. You are what we shunt uh not necessarily horror related, maybe, but uh, I think some people will be interested. I watched Dragged Across Concrete. Fucking yes. Also known as Yeah, Dragged Across Concrete. Colon. Fucking yes. Fucking
1: yes. I Call think it, it was actually Mike. originally titled Just Fucking Yes. Yeah, Fucking Yes. it's just Mel Gibson's face.
0: Anyway, uh, I think so. Mike saw it. I know Niall saw it. Ren, did you watch it or no? I did not. Okay.
3: Um, it's It's, something. It's just as brutal as his other films. Um, I think, I think it's actually kind of more brutal. I don't know. So that's. There are moments that are just unflinching. He he really, he has like no, uh, no filter or anything. He just makes whatever he wants. No, he definitely doesn't have a. filter. He doesn't have a filter. Um, this movie is long. Yeah. Wait,
0: it's two and a half hours. It, it yeah. was pretty long.
3: Yeah, and it 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 kind of feels it. However, that the last like forty five minutes or so is just chock full of suspense. So, I kind of liked that it took so long to get there.
0: So let's explain the movie.
3: <laughs> two corrupt cops. One. Way more corrupt than the other. One's a young cop, one's an older cop. Yep, and the older cop is uh, Mel Gibson. Younger cop is Vince Vaughn, and oh, Vince Vaughn. Um, they're both they're the partners, uh, and they're both. Vince Vaughn is kind of dragged into concrete into ooh, uh Mel's world of <laughs> world of shady dealings.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I get across that they're both in the shady stuff. Um, the, so
3: first up. Yeah, but he's definitely less. Um, he's less. I mean, it's not like training day. No, no, he's no, 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 not at all. A really nice
0: Cadillac oh, yeah. with leather seats, so that you don't earn that just on a policeman's you know. No, salary. but he
3: seems to have some sort of moral compass. We're both yeah. scumbags, and let's yeah, be honest. And, so But he looking. has some. Mel has none. So here's some that interesting stuff has about this. Nothing. I, redeeming. I mean,
0: the basic premise is you have an older cop and a younger cop, and and um, in the background there is some stuff that is going on. Some criminal activity, mainly due to a masked guy. Uh, you don't see his face, and um, there's just certain. Acts of violence that happen, and it all kind of pieces together what's really going down. Um, it's really more of a heist movie, but I'll tell you what: it. As much as I like Zoller uh, as a director and a writer, Perhaps don't know so. if I like him personally because obviously the one thing that I think people will have a little pro- little bit of problem with is, you know, some of his political views that he's. Mentioned, and he's been kind of trying to shy away from talking about it, and I don't think um I don't think journalists are really letting up on it. What I would recommend is the old tried and true separate the art from the artist yeah um even though I don't do that with Victor Salva I nope <laughs> but <laughs> um like Roman Plansky, you know, yeah, he's probably a shit bag, but. If,
3: I love uh, Rosemary's
0: Baby, and yeah, I'm I'm not gonna
3: stop watching Woody's good movies. I could stop watching. I'm good.
0: I've never really liked Woody. Mm. Anywho, here's here's the problem though. When you break down this movie in a really basic plot premise, you realize, oh shit, this doesn't really happen for like an hour, yeah, or hour and fifteen minutes until till it happens in the movie. Um, a but lot of it, we do see
3: like two sides of it. We we right. see the criminal element right, right, right. side of it, and then we see the law criminal. A element A lot of it is of this it.
0: world building where these cops, especially Mel Gibson, could be very racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think some people might be confusing, you know, having a racist character versus having a quote unquote racist writer because I think a lot of people are attacking him to be like oh, oh yeah you're, I've read you're nothing this but right bad side. articles yeah. about this movie you're this right like, sided writer they're
1: gonna pick apart his political views and they're gonna throw I it into this I didn't see that I, I didn't either I didn't again I think it's too long that's me. I agree. and I, no, also, I agree. And also, that type of Jennifer movie. Jennifer Carpenter's
0: is, character didn't even really need to happen. That type
1: of movie is. It's always going to be something that is not as flattering to me as. Because, like you said, it's a heist movie. And right. I, for some reason, am not a big fan of those. We talked about. I Wid- love heist movies. We talked about Widows. I didn't yeah, yeah. really care for Widows yeah, yeah. either. And I know that's something that you guys really loved. <laughs> so, right. Yeah.
0: So, if you're into heist movies and, like, long character development and kind of this world building of, like,. You know, you get to see both sides of the coin, like the criminal element and the "quote unquote" like police. The the who's supposed to be the heroes, but you start to slowly realize, like, oh, these guys aren't really that great.
3: No, there's nobody to root for in this movie. But and, um, that, and that's not a problem.
0: No. I think the heist is well done, and then the aftermath and the shootout. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. well done. Yeah, I, I think
3: it's worth watching, especially back if you. The back half of the movie is really good, and then the first half is. Kind yeah. of necessary It just should Oh it, have been it definitely trimmed. is
0: And that's, that's the problem Is like I get what he's doing He's trying to Make us identify With these characters And right. by doing so He's spending a lot of time Doing it I think a lot of it Could be trimmed down Like I said And I don't Want it to be a spoiler But I guess it kind of is Is that I feel A certain actress Which I mentioned earlier If you caught it If you didn't Hey Then you're avoiding the spoiler yeah. A certain actress Could have been cut out For sure I get that it makes her demise more important or more potent, I oh, guess I should definitely. say. but my, it's, my
3: jaw fucking fell to the floor.
0: Right, but it's just... It doesn't serve the overall story anything no. in a weird way. And Zoller's a great writer, so I don't know why he has these little hang-ups. Um, but yeah, I think if you like Brawl and Cell Block 99 or Bone Tomahawk, if you liked any of them, I think it's worth a shot because... I think it is maybe his most focused mm. movie, even if I think it is meandering uh, at
3: times. I still think Bone Tomahawk*. Bone Tomahawk* <laughs> is is the best. Of <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I love that movie. I, I lo- dig that movie, yeah. but
0: I think the actors kind of elevate it. Yeah, no, more it's so performance driven. Di- yeah, <laughs> I think this is probably his better written film. For sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <gasps> no,
1: uh, I also checked out uh, Larry Coden's uh, God Told Me To.
0: I'm so happy that I've checking this. And i also, out. Uh, yeah,
1: no, it's the, ever since his passing, I've really tried to. Which we met him five years ago. Yep.
0: I realized that. Yep. In my memories. And Thanks, Cinema Facebook.
1: Wasteland.
0: Which also just happened.
3: Yep. We weren't at. Nope. Um, so the premise <laughs> We're gonna is. going to do a Larry episode next. Uh,
1: yeah, and so. That's, so I don't want to get too much into it. I mean, it's really just a simple idea. You know, a, a cop comes across a series of. Murders that are taking place in the city, and all of them are saying God told me to. Yeah, I think you could watch the trailer and get much from that. And, yeah. and you know, obviously, there's a whole sci fi element backstory that goes to it with the Andy
0: Kaufman it. cameo. Yeah,
1: and that, yeah, that was like, <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, it's weird. You
3: didn't remember that we saw this a few years ago. Had you not remembered seeing it with me?
1: Like, that's the thing. What,
3: that greenhouse?
0: Yeah, oh, okay.
1: I, no connection. I had nothing. <laughs> I'm i telling you, I must have been oh, drunk and I pop. might have fallen asleep. How did you forget the tummy gina? I really. Tummy, tummy gina. Side vag? Tummy yeah. It was like the uh, spear of Christ uh, penetrated wow. yeah. and created a vagine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the uh, the appearance of... Richard Lynch? Richard Lynch. Yeah. And I was just And then the connection to Mandy that I got from that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like whoa. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, God told me to is maybe one of my favorites. It's one and I characters. will say
1: of his that I've watched this is my favorite. I loved Bone, but this is my favorite. I connect yeah. little. I felt like this is a little more serious toned and yeah, so that Yeah, yeah. And
0: Tommy um Tommy Bianco? No, wait. Hold on. Fuck. Tommy Bahama. No, the main actor is it Tommy Bianco? Tony Bianco. Anyway. The you're, the you're main character. You're getting if you I don't get that I know right. I am. Toby. Toby? <laughs> Toby? 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 Toby fucking Tommy. Fucking Toby. Sorry, quoting. Uh yeah, let me okay, Charlie this out. Chan.
1: Yeah, I won't talk about any of his other movies, but I did all in one week. I checked out Bone, I checked out uh, God told me to and I checked out Cue the Wing Serpent. But... Tony Lo Bianco. Okay. I think D- he's really. Doesn't good. get much different between that. and right? God Told me To. It's like black exploitation. Uh-huh. I don't know <laughs> Just a social. Have you watched Black Caesar or Hell I have not. No, oh, I'm. Maybe. I'm still. I'm telling you, I'm making my way. I. The only one I had. I clearly, I saw God told me to before, and I don't even remember. remember. But I've seen the stuff, and that that's really all I had when. Yeah. We met him. So. He,
3: no, you weren't there. I don't think you were there.
1: No, you didn't see God told me. It was way, way before no, I did her.
2: Not. <laughs> that was in the before time. The before it was BR.
1: Before, before. before Miles was making good life choices. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like not falling asleep and getting drunk at Grindhouse.
0: Yeah, I mean, he clearly didn't remember it. So, you know.
2: I fall asleep all the time there.
0: Well, I know. <laughs> but you know what? He saw it at the high point, which has not very comfortable seats. When I versus went to the, the Muay Hey,
3: here's a fucking couch. Here's a couch. Anyway. Hey, nobody's sitting next to you. Why don't you lay down? <laughs> hey,
2: make yourself comfortable. Bryn, mm. we did a rewatch of Julie Darling.
3: Fuck
0: yeah, you <laughs> did.
2: <laughs> I I don't know what it is about this movie, oh God, but I'm this just like amazing. drawn to it. There's Wait, like, did you did you buy
0: the Blu-ray or no? Yes, I did. Yes, oh, okay. we did.
2: It is a. what did you do with the DVD?
1: I didn't have the DVD. I thought you bought the DVD.
2: Nope, just the Blu-ray.
1: Okay, I thought you bought the
0: DVD and then I told you, why didn't you get
1: the Blu-ray? Nope. Okay, cool. don't I it. don't own two copies of Julie Darling, no. <laughs>
2: How many copies do you own, Andy?
1: Oh, I just own the Blu-ray. Because
0: <laughs> I missed the DVD. I saw it a long time ago, I think, on VHS. Maybe. Actually, I, I question myself. I think the first I time- question you, too. I think the first time we watched it was when we watched it. Yep. I don't know. I, mean, I went down a Sybil Danning kick was on Was it of them titties? <laughs> you know it. You know it. <laughs> Damn titties, They though. just
2: fall out. Dude, they do. At any moment. They have a mind of their own. Ticking time bags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's one for the books. Oh, my God. <laughs> Write that one down. That's the yeah, title that's of this episode. Ticking time
2: bags.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they're talking about. The Sybil Danning the story. <laughs> anyway uh so any new thoughts about julie darling
2: uh or, i was trying to describe it to my friend who came over to have a movie night with us and I, we were like oh it's wait did you introduce
0: somebody new
2: yeah. to the movie what would they think i think she enjoyed it okay overall. how did how did well, you describe did. it i was like it's you know some light daddy lovin <laughs> and it's mildly rapey <laughs> it's
0: such a 2019 movie that's such movie. a good sell that's a real good sell <laughs> yeah uh I don't cool. think it could be made now
1: Probably no, not God no. no God no I don't think it really got made then I don't I mean it seemed like everyone <laughs> t- Like that's the the best part Is that When you watch the Blu-ray It has the intro from Sybil And it yeah. has the intro from Mi- Miha I don't even know I forget Miha. her name but Isabel yeah, Mijas? She's like I yeah, have no clue about, why you're watching this She's like something? If you have anything better to do If you have two hours to spend Do anything else And it was just like black screen You're like well, that's what they got from her. <laughs>
2: Put that like how on how much Blu-ray. she hates it. I really enjoy it. I don't it.
1: understand. I mean, I guess I understand it. I don't know. In her context, she literally is shown falling in love with her father. I get it.
2: It's But it's such a different story. She felt
1: exploited at her young age to make this movie. When we, we watch the the like longer cut yeah. and that's what she goes into, she felt that it was the story itself, she was talked into. She got tricked into but it. But it's so
0: much fucking fun.
1: No, the story. <laughs> I love it. I think it's. I great. love the movie. It's, like how it's much great. does she
2: hate her friend?
1: Oh, <laughs> god, dude!
2: Try on my coat. Take my hat and gloves too. It's cold out.
1: It's cold out here.
0: Mikey needs to watch Julie really Darling. Yeah, yeah. You can it's borrow fun. it from us. I think. Code Red put it out for yeah. listeners that are curious on it because I don't think it's available streaming. I don't no, think anybody will happening. allow it to stream.
3: <laughs> Maybe somewhere in my purchases, I don't know. Well, the, the, I don't think it is. The
0: bad it. thing about like Code Red really stuff bad. is it's always like nineteen ninety nine. But didn't you get it on the cheap? It was still twenty dollars. Oh, okay. I thought. Oh, I found it cheap and you didn't buy it. That's right.
1: Yeah, a twenty dollars well spent.
0: No, yeah, I agree. I I think I spent twenty five, but I was able to find it for like real, like seventeen bucks or something.
3: Oh, it's only three dollars. Anyway, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, oh, but Jesus. Alice Sweet Alice got announced for. Arrow oh, really? This week. Kind of, not really, but it leaked. It leaked. Uh, well, he, he, it was. He said it. <laughs> the director said that's it. That's not the director. It wasn't the director that said it. No, it Dante
0: Tomaselli is a pretty modern director who has the rights to it oh that, okay. that's okay Alfred Soul cool. is the director and Dante tomasello Selli wants to remake it oh yeah and some people claim that's what the holdup was but I I have a feeling it was more of the elements I have the 88 films blu-ray yeah. but it is I mean it looks better than DVD but it's, it's a little rough. washed out yeah. um, mm-hmm. even though they did a restoration on it it's still problematic. But yeah, if Harold puts anybody it out, i definitely it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely yeah. buy it. That movie's amazing. Yeah,
3: I really like that movie. I don't know why I thought of it with Julie Darling, but... I, I kind of tie them together, kind of, too. It just kind you of... Know? I think I've gotten Sweet Julie Darling?
2: Maybe. Mm, perfect. Whatever happened to Julie Darling?
3: Ooh. Ooh. I watched um, Return of the Living Dead. Mm. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I... I had gotten, finally picked up the Shot Factory release from someone else that has that has lots of lots of features on it. I really didn't know anything about the movie, the the making of Doc that's on the second disc. Wait, you
0: didn't know anything about the movie? What are you talking about?
3: I, I didn't know anything behind the scenes of the movie oh, okay. at all. <laughs> I'm like, no, what I, the fuck are you talking about? I was very familiar with the movie. I just <laughs> didn't know anything behind the scenes, so I found that more interesting... And I did the movie at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's still good. It's still fun. It's great. What are
0: yeah, you talking about? Yeah, it's still, it's yeah, like it's still a lot of fun. It's, it's probably one of fun. the
1: funnest horror movies, that, he, especially zombie movies. Yeah. That's, yeah, go-to yeah. fun time. Have a crack of beer open. Let's party in a graveyard. Do you want to
3: party? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just that, over and over. Yeah. It's party time! Okay. Anyway. Yeah. You
0: can see me at uh, karaoke night.
3: Um, yeah.
1: When's that? Uh-oh. Exactly. Never. Let's do it.
3: If you haven't seen Return of the Living Dead, by all means, don't watch any the, the sequels. What's uh, the premise? Return of the Living Dead <laughs> <laughs> is kind of a quasi-sequel to Night of the Living Dead, sort of. Yeah. Um,
0: it's like a meta version, though. Yeah, it, because yeah, oh, they just definitely. mentioned. Nih- have you ever seen that movie, Night of Living Dead?
3: Yeah, but it could make sense that this happened once and then it was contained, and yeah. now they've released it. So two guys who are in a the the storage pre- facility. The like
0: basic premise of it is that Night of Living Dead was a movie, a fictional movie on a real event based right? on a real event. Yeah. Yeah. That's why
3: he's got the barrels and he's like, The army store. downstairs. <laughs> it's,
1: it's fun. You uh, don't, know, I it's don't, got
3: some really fun performances isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, um, it's, don't watch the sequels. It's a please. damn shame. Ah,
0: the third he one? loves the no, third one. No, don't sir. say that. No, I don't no, love it. Oh. I think the third one's interesting, especially after you get through the
3: second one. Oh, I just see it. Yeah, well, that's true. But okay. just seeing that trailer in front of society it was just like,
1: Oh, I hate
3: that movie. I don't hate it. Chick's hot.
0: Melinda Clark, who does not like to talk about that From the
1: OC? Yeah. I like her better as a MILF. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you do. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's your bottom (laughs) dollar. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: (laughs) Um, The last thing I'll talk about, because I only really have two things to talk about, uh, what we do in the shadows on (gasps)
2: FX. How (gasps) was it? It's good yeah it's out
0: i
3: watched the first one i haven't uh, watched, the... I watched the second uh, two episodes yeah there's was only two so far. yeah it's good times
0: good i didn't times. even know it
2: was out yet oh, i'm yeah. so excited yeah, now started two yeah yeah, oh,
0: God, yeah I'm so behind. what kind of inspired this color scheme yeah, yeah oh. um so yeah uh if you've never seen the taika waititi's uh I'm, excuse you <laughs>
3: taika waititi
0: uh who also directs the pilot episode correct and uh
3: Jemaine. Executive produced with
0: Jermaine. Also, team. I think they wrote the pilot, and Jermaine also wrote the second episode, but uh, or maybe he directed the second episode
3: anyway. They could make cameos at some point. We don't really know if this is in the same world or not. It's
0: relatively the same, but it takes place on Staten Island, right? Instead of Wellington, which I do want to see the um the Wellington paranormal offshoot. Yeah, you know about that, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um yeah it's good. I mean it's pretty funny the f- the first episode's really funny. the um, cast is great, and uh I think the second episode's good uh Doug Jones makes a special appearance
3: in the first one is yeah. he, yeah. Ma- is he uh
0: he's no. not in the second one no <laughs> no, so I don't know man that's kind of a bummer yeah but uh, but he
3: makes it even makes a funny oh he's on pretty good one. yeah
0: but yeah, if, if you've never seen the movie, I would highly recommend watching the movie as well. Um, or if you just want to shave off some time, I guess you could watch the FX show.
3: Yeah, and you, if you enjoy the FX show, go back to the movie. Yeah. One way or another, you're going to end up watching
1: one of these. Think the movie's on Amazon? They're both really good. It is uh, sh- It is streaming. Okay. Yeah, uh, It's on the Amazon Prime, right? I believe so. Okay. Yes, that's right.
0: I know it was on Netflix for a while, and then it yeah, dropped they, off. They and go, go back and forth. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, it's, I mean, for us, it's probably one of our favorite comedy horrors of the last 10 years. I'm still, I'm still
0: surprised I don't own it. I didn't know you like to eat worms. (laughs) I mean, it's
1: so quote worthy. There's so many quotes in that movie.
0: (laughs) And apparently they're going to make, I don't know if it's going to be a TV show or a movie about the, the werewolves. The werewolves. Yeah. (gasps) Awesome.
3: That was the idea for the
1: sequel at some point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. When he's the cat.
1: With the face is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ki- kill it, please. Yeah. yeah,
0: but yeah, I would highly recommend checking out the show. It's a lot of fun. Um, if you're not familiar with the story, like I said, you could check out the movie. But vampire mockumentary. Yeah, it, it's a documentary crew that's following a uh, a vampire crew that's in a house, yeah. and it's really silly. Yeah, but yeah. So since Niles and Rin Trending. are out of things and I'm out of things. Mike's next.
3: As I started the rewatch of Game of Thrones in preparation for the final season. And then watching Pet Cemetery 2, I was like, oh, man. Somebody's having a lot of fun in this movie. And then I remembered, oh, he's in that uh, Viking saga called Pathfinder.
1: I have not seen.
3: <laughs> it is uh, a Viking horror kind of I, I i i don't know if it's really a horror movie or not but it's directed by Marcus Nispel who did the uh, Friday remake oh or yeah, yeah friday reboot yeah, and no. the uh, Texas chainsaw remake so not the those, did he do the did not, he do Nightmare on Elm Street as well i don't remember <laughs> no. no he those didn't are all forgettable one. movies to me Texas chainsaw the 03 one no 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 yeah with wait Beale, jessica Beale, yeah he did that? Yeah. I thought that was uh, Michael... No? Michael Bean? Who? Michael Bay? Michael Bay. No, he produced it.
1: Oh! Patton, no, I love that fucking movie. Yeah, we saw in yeah. theaters together back in 03. Yeah, I like musical. <laughs> uh, he's
3: the he's The Pathfinder isn't really great, but it is chock full of beheadings and uh, plentiful gore. But that's the only... Hi that the only tie to that was uh, watching Game of Thrones and liking some medieval shit and then also Clancy Brown is the, main, Brown. the main villain in Pathfinder hmm. and he's pretty good I hmm. think he's speaking German the whole time maybe it's Norwegian I don't know <laughs>
2: those, <laughs> those, are Weiss- two, yeah, I, those are
3: two uh, totally different languages I know and I couldn't tell which one it was Well, so, yeah. it's a Viking language Language it's a Viking thing, you wouldn't understand.
2: Yeah. It was probably Norwegian, though. It was, probably
3: was. It probably was.
2: You're racist. Every
3: once in a while, it sounded German. Fucker, let's get up
4: in them cuts. Get out of my
0: I can't do it. I've, I've gone past puberty, so it's really I know. hard. One, two, <laughs> He's got that little waver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's Pet Cemetery, too. <laughs> yeah, so that's So we're skipping that's, ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yes, last Friday, we got a 2019 film adaptation of Pet Cemetery. And, guys, personal goal achieved. I read Pet Cemetery pretty much before the screening. I was pretty proud. I was pretty proud. I knocked out like over 300 pages in a week. So that's a huge fucking goal. Um, But yeah, uh, I had 10 pages to go and I'm like, fuck, I can't do it. I ran out of time. What do you think of the book? The book is great. Um, Honestly, it might be my favorite Stephen King book. Uh, it is dark, deals a lot with grief, might not be the best time to read it, uh, but it's really fucking good. Um, and I don't know if that was detrimental to the new one for me. I don't think it was because we'll get into it, but I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page. Um, but yeah, there's, what's weird about it though is like, I don't see what the trouble is in, in adapting some of this stuff. I mean, a lot of it is internal thought on grief and, um, you know, kind of coping. But we've had two adaptations that totally negate, a, in, in my opinion, a, an important character, and that's Judd's wife, Norma.
1: Yeah, you had said that.
0: Yeah, and I don't know... She's a character? I, yeah, so in, yeah. in the book... She is like Judd's still with his wife. What his wife fuck? is still alive, Norma,
3: and where the I guess we're gonna get into spoilers here already. Uh, it's it's just kind of unavoidable.
0: Well, I'm not gonna spoil the book as much because I think but people most people should...
3: have seen the original movie and so they kind of understand. Right, right.
0: but here here's what I'm gonna do. Like, I don't want to spoil the book because I think everybody should read it. I think it's a really good book, and like I said, I think it's my favorite Stephen King book. But it is dark. It's not like,
1: sure, there's some things. He has tangents of happiness, if I recall, and like silly, (laughs) zany, yeah, and some of his dialogues, kind of goofy,
0: and the Ramones kind of run through it, uh, which is why you know the eighty nine adaptation had the Ramones involved. But um, yeah, normally has arthritis. She has pretty severe arthritis and Lewis goes to check up on her and like there's some there are some things that happen where Lewis is helping Norma and helping Judd by helping Norma that maybe further explain why Judd would let the secret out about what's beyond the pet cemetery. Yeah. So I think it works fine in the eighty-nine film, which is what we're about to bump into. Um versus the two thousand nineteen one, I don't think it works at all, but again, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But yeah, I would highly recommend checking out the book and plus you get to hear Gage
3: say fuck. Or read, gauge, say fuck.
2: You can hear it in your if, mind. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: yeah, or if you get the audio. I'm sure there's an audiobook version. Uh, like there that. is,
0: and uh, Michael C. Hall reads it.
3: And oh, he does, oh. like,
0: I listened to I the like first that. couple of chapters because I was, like, trying to say, Andy, don't fucking read another book. You're shitty at reading. Just listen to an audiobook. <gasps> oh. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to do this, guys. So it took me, what? Two months? Yeah. Not two months. Yeah, to, to read keep it?
3: going back to the dictionary to find out what these things mean. Yep, that's exactly And then he kept back going back to the book. Then, <laughs> no, I just I should I just start this chapter over. I have horrible I guess.
0: time management. That's yeah. what it is. I, I read like ten pages a week or something. But the past couple of weeks, uh prior, I was reading pretty well. And like there was one day I knocked out fifty, sixty pages in one day, nice. which was a huge deal for me. But anyway, um <laughs> Ren's like, Oh, I read that. No problem. Right. Ah. Now. Ah. Yeah. How many pages do you read a day?
2: I don't read every day.
0: No, I know, but let's say you sit down and knock out a book. How many pages do you read?
2: Knocking out a whole book takes me a while. No, I'm Most just saying, of the books like,
0: she
1: reads have pictures at this point. Excuse I just you? Wanted, I want to
0: know what the <laughs> average is because I know I'm far below the average. Ma- it really
2: depends on how it Are reads. Are we calling highlight for me magazine the book a book now? If they have
3: Is that what we're doing? What? Highlights Magazine. Is that considered a book? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure, no. You don't have activities that you do? (laughs) You don't have? No. You guys don't have activities?
0: (laughs) Anyway. I don't know. I mean, my boss told me at work that she was like, oh, you read every other word. I'm like, what? No. No.
1: Why would you read every other
2: that word? That sounds
0: stupid. So you, yeah,
1: so you get half of the story.
0: Yeah, I'm like that doesn't make sense and like I can kind of get that statement in a way where you could read a sentence and skim by it and kind of fill in the blanks with what is probably already written. Like really basic speech. Uh, yeah, I think
3: that's part of the idea of speed reading, I think. Right. But I've I, never really understood no, speed reading. I
0: can't runs. get I'm going to read every fucking word that's written because, you know, it was written. Anyway, um so yeah, Highly recommend the book. Let's start with uh, the 1989 film adaptation directed by Mary Lambert, which I believe it was her first film. Uh, she was a music video director that directed, I think, some Madonna. Madonna's,
3: yeah, Madonna's. Madonna's. Oh, okay.
0: New Soul group.
1: Asylum. Uh, oh, Maybe. I'm just making that up. Runaway Could Train.
0: <laughs> Runaway.
1: I just I connect Never that with Pet back. Cemetery '89 for some reason. I don't know. Uh,
0: pit cemetery never yep. going back
3: yep it's so like she, uh, she was a okay music video director and um, okay
0: why was she just okay Mike?
3: It's, it's nothing uh, nothing <laughs> real memorable about those videos i got the like a Prayer" is the only one that i actually oh yeah i remember that one kind of remember no. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that was her sounded like he was speaking from his pants i didn't know anything back then when that came out
2: who's madonna <laughs>
1: Madge, are you familiar with the
3: you- term Madge? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, from what I remember,
0: this is her film debut. You're on her IMDb page. Yeah, I would, I, you would correct I, me if I'm wrong.
3: Uh, well, I was on her Letterboxd page, but yeah, now I'm on her IMDb page.
1: And now I'll take you yeah. there.
3: Yeah, she directed. <laughs> she directed Like a Prayer the same year, actually.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, so it's her feature film debut.
3: She right? directed. Yep, she directed stuff for Janet Jackson, Sting, Rhythmix. When I Lie to You video, I do know
4: that when I, to you, baby.
3: I don't know why I have to keep <laughs> busting in the song. It's gonna get A nice. sick like a virgin weird. was hers. Ooh, I'm not saying that.
0: Like a, <laughs> like
2: a virgin, hey. like a virgin. Yes,
3: Material Girl was okay. hers.
2: Okay,
0: all right. So she was
1: like. So she did like all of Madonna's Hand like, in Hand.
0: Yeah.
2: Probably yeah, because artistic direction for
1: Madonna.
0: So um, for the horror fans out there, this was produced by Richard Rubenstein. If that name sounds familiar, he's also the producer of Dawn of the Dead, um, Monkey Shines, Dark Half, Martin, Mar- oh, oh what do you know? It's all Romero films. Yes. Not that Martin George Romero was supposed to direct Pet Cemetery, but unfortunately, because of Monkey Shines, that fell through. Yeah, sure. good
3: choice. Well, good choice. I, I, I think Monkey Shines is a better movie than that. Oh,
0: Cemetery. okay. I, I thought you were saying Mary Lambert was a better
3: director than Romero. No, 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 nope. Uh, Romero made the right choice. <laughs> okay. Maybe it would have Monkey been Shines is not a great movie either, but no man, I I would have really
0: loved to see Romero do this, yeah movie. Oh yeah, but um, it would
3: be a better movie. one hundred percent.
0: So anyway, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. I don't think it's a horrible movie, but I will say that it definitely has a lot of problems. Uh, this is also a screenplay by Stephen King, so this may be a good reason why it's the most faithful. Adaptation to Pet Cemetery versus the 2019 one. Um, so, if you've never seen Pet Cemetery, basically, it is—it's like a Maine version. And by Maine, I also mean the state of Maine uh, <laughs> version of the Monkey's Paw in a weird way. Um, oh, I get it. And and it's also referenced in the book. Like the Monkey's Paw is in existence in the book as well. So. I mean, he's definitely paying tribute to it.
3: And so is the Wendigo. Yes,
0: and the Wendigo is also in there, which it, that's not really mentioned at all in the 89 movie, but it is mentioned in
3: the 19 it is one. Mentioned that
0: one. Um, and it is mentioned in the book as well.
3: And she is, she's a bit psychic in the m- book and the movie, the daughter. But the 2019 one just kind of does away with that um, altogether. Yes. Altogether.
0: I vaguely remember Gage saying something when they were in Boston, he can't speak. He's a baby.
2: Nope. He, he can't speak. Keeps saying names, though. Isn't yeah. That uh, speaking?
0: I'm I pretty guess. sure in the 2019 one that they, he, Gage is saying, it's on the phone. There's a phone conversation. And they're like, he keeps saying Pax Cow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in the 2019 version. I don't remember that being Anyway, that. we're skipping around. Sure. 1989's version um, is pretty faithful to the book. Obviously, like I mentioned, there is uh, Norma's missing out of it. Uh, Missy Dandridge, Dandridge is not really that important of a character. Not saying she's a huge character in the 89 version, but we see a progression with her in the 89 version. Where in the movie or in the book, she's just kind of a nanny. That's it. Yeah. Oh. There's no mention of the cancer or anything or that. like that.
1: Huh. Or the suicide. Or the yeah. suicide. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that it is kind of interesting that you know Kane adapted his own novel into a screenplay and kind of added you know a couple of things into it. Obviously, the final confrontation's is different from the book than in the movie as well. Yeah, um, but yeah, for the most part, I think uh, you know Mary Lambert, <laughs> as we'll talk about in the sequel uh i I think she's a decent visual director, yeah, and you know that's kind of a blessing and a curse with music video directors is I think that always carries through they have an I idea what i think she's, they I want think to she's see. a
3: competent director I think she's a yeah yeah <laughs> that's as that's as good
1: as i'm gonna if it's all because okay, so what I get out of eighty nines is it's visually correct. the mm-hmm. script is probably fine because i mean if stephen king Wrote his own adaptation, yeah, yeah that's what he wanted them to say, yeah it what problem is is I felt like the acting yes. the, the the direction for the actors were it just wasn't there, and so you end up with this like again, it feels like a made for TV acting but that's that's Stephen King in that era anyways. I feel like most of the movies that were made they just yeah. it was like, yeah, well, we want to get this made. we have this much budget. all right, let's go
0: and the thing about Stephen King in general. Is that like his adaptation? Adapting Stephen King is a different kind of beast because on on the page he reads normally. There's obviously some things that are just like, where did that come from? Or it's the way he talks. Yeah, some of his dialogue that's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, that's kind of like how did
3: he hear someone say that? It's and then they try to adapt it for the movie, and it's like. Oh, you should have rewritten Yeah, that when you take season. a straight
0: adaptation and like bring some you of shit, that dialogue. You
2: stinking shit! You murderer of I children! I knew you going to yell that. <laughs> it was going to come out eventually. I knew
0: it was going to happen. But um, It's so poorly delivered. It's, think... No
2: caskets were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> That's,
0: That's the other thing is... Oh,
2: and then he but there's a lot can... of
0: there's a lot of minutiae <laughs> that is uh, skipped in the adaptation, even though Stephen King wrote the screenplay. Um some of the minutiae that might make more sense with that scene in particular with the funeral is that there's a day viewing and a afternoon viewing mm. and the parents are in, uh, estranged from Lewis like they do not like Lewis yeah. and there's a whole backstory where I
3: would assume there is a story there yeah there's a whole that, backstory kind of developed but then you just introduce this character you're like I've never seen this
1: father before why does he hate him so much
3: why did he think he murdered the
1: guy right and I, <laughs> I think, think that is child? that is definitely a failing no of, they, they, of they, of in the 89 movie. they show they go to they do to visit him twice before anything. They even go to happens. Thanksgiving. So yeah, and he yeah. look he basically you could tell that the father does not like him. Right.
0: Yeah. But in the book it, in the book it does get more detailed where basically the father didn't think Lewis was good enough for Rachel yes. and tried to pay him off. And say, I will pay you for your med school, don't see my daughter go away. and basically Lewis said, Fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want. And the other thing that um it differs from the eighty nine version and the two thousand nineteen version, which It's not a huge deal, but kind of bugs me and I don't know if I should save it for the two thousand nineteen thing.
2: Probably.
3: Yeah. I'm trying not to make connections. Right.
0: Yeah. Let me let me focus on the eighty nine version. It's
2: hard to not compare them already. No, No, I know.
3: And and that is what I was saying. It's just it's (laughs) it's inevitably it's going to happen. But that's the thing that's the thing that I want to come
0: across is I am not the hugest fan of the eighty nine version. I think Niles hits the nail on the head that um, Well, what Mike said, she's a competent director. She has visual flourishes that kind of elevate it uh, above mediocrity. But then you also have Dale Midkiff, who is basically like Keanu Reeves and very (laughs) stoic and really talks like Uh, this.
3: Keanu has, uh, even early Keanu has so much more presence than this guy could even muster. But,
0: I mean, (laughs) if, if you were to look at Keanu's performance in... Ram Stoker's dracula that's about what dale midkiff
1: is it's close it's very close. it's close I, I mean as i said i feel like he was he reminded me of nathan like he had nathan fillion but there's not he, a lot like of facial. but he doesn't have nathan fillion's charm or no, charisma no. it but was like he's still
2: it, the hottest dad out of all the movies
1: okay yeah <laughs> um anyways but Bunger basically approved. i feel like he had he he was the only comedic factor was just him being like Oh wow! I'm this dad, and yeah. it's I got these problems, and I don't know. That's like that's all I got. I didn't think anyone was that good, other than Judd in the movie. As, no, I agree. As it comes, I mean Denise Crosby's all right; she's fine. But um, I'm not like when I walked, you know, when we watched it after we watched it. What are the memorable performances? It's all it's Fred Judd. Quinn. Yeah, yeah that's it's all Judd. It.
3: He's he is the only real redeeming. Bit of the movie
0: and I know a lot of people think that Fred Gwynn's accent is very hokey
3: it is but it almost, and I'm glad that they did not use that at all
0: I don't think it's hokey at all because that's exactly how
3: he
1: sounds you it's imagine in the, book. the character would sound in the book the
3: book it, I mean he writes it so it's so exaggerated but like. you know how cartoonish that would have been if John Lithgow had done it you <sighs> yeah oh god no oh Liz to
0: sound Woodham, exactly yes, like him, yes, yes. yes. But so glad that the thing didn't. that I miss out of the 2019 one, again, we're fucking skipping ahead, it's is inevitable. that I don't like that there's really no locale. And I'll save it. I'll stop that right there, and we'll get to it when we get to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the good thing, the positives that I've always taken out of 1989's film adaptation is... Is that you know? It feels like Maine. It feels like the state of Maine. It, it feels like an East Coast dreary kind of gothic story. Yes, Fred Gwynn's great. Um, even though, yes, you know, some of his dialogue might sound very everyhanded, and I can't but even do that accent. That, no, that I was, was Jimmy try. Stewart. doing. So yeah. <laughs> <she was. laughs>
1: but that's like we were just talking about. That's how Stephen King writes. Right, a right. lot of characters. It's not just that character. Most of his books have a character that's super one direction. Mm-hmm. It's, it is a caricature of a person. Right, right. Every one of them.
0: And that's why I think like 89's version is more of a faithful Stephen King. I have, an, I have well. an
1: unfortunate nostalgia factor for it. It was one of the few movies I was allowed to watch as a young child. I read the book as a younger child. Mm. So I still think it stands as an, Okay, adaptation. It's of the okay, book.
0: yeah. I but like, again,
1: the acting's not that great. I've talked but to it's people. Enjoyable to me, yeah. Still, and I think that it comes across as the solid story. The ending does go haywire. The superhero elements of Gage unnecessary,
0: and also the extra bit with Rachel. Yeah, because the book just hands it where uh, or ends it. Where Rachel's hand just touches his shoulder and yeah. it's just like cut to black pretty yeah. much. That's good. And I think that's the way it should have been, versus like, oh, we see half of her skull sc- why is half of her skull missing? That's no. the other yeah. thing. Like Would, the Gage yeah. shave it off? I,
3: he oh. had a scalpel. What I mean, what did he yeah.
0: do? I And I, in the book, what I'm what I'm assuming is what happens in the book, it happens in the movie because it all happens off a of camera. He just stabs him. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So we like, can why is half actually... of her face and I know that you know, if if you read about
3: the the reason the making the reasoning for it is that the studio wanted to amp up that ending right. and ramp it up and have some gore. And apparently, so you, then you a get f- that shot of Fred Gwynn with his jaw kind of missing, slit open, and Jed the Gage yeah. had been chewing on, I guess, either that yeah. or Church had been no. gnawing on. There's
0: definitely, and that's another like really bad thing about the eighty nine version. As much as I like the atmosphere and the mood. And especially uh, Elliot Goldenthal's score. I think his main theme is amazing. Yeah. And very underrated. Yeah. Uh, But you can tell, like, there are gore, quote unquote, gore inserts. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. Uh, The church scene drives me insane every fucking time because Jed calls him, like, I think you have a problem here. And goes over and, like, he checks church for a pulse yep that's church all right and it's like so fucking deadpan he doesn't yeah. have any emotion no judd has more emotion about ellie's cat than it's, he does yeah it's like he had then, no
3: attachment to this this animal right at all. and
0: then like gets the hefty bag open and like sh- peels them off from, from the, the frost ice. and everything and like <laughs> you can hear it like yeah. velcro and i love horrible.
2: that part i mean I mean, the I peeling from the ice, it, I felt but... like it was a little bit more realistic that's what... if you find a cat. Uh, well, yeah, no, frost. I agree.
0: Yeah. But it, it feels so gratuitous in yeah. a weird way. You know, it's just like, okay, they're just well, trying that, to hit a quota.
1: Right. Well, he was sick. I mean, he explains that's how you know they're dead when right, right. when they don't melt melt the frost. Right.
0: And I, and that's, I know and that's I was just in like, the book as well.
1: I didn't mind that. Like, I thought that was a little extra.
0: Yeah, but it just feels... Like I said, it just feels like the studios, is like, hey, you got to hit oh, this, yeah, and, this absolutely. and this with the gore.
1: Well, I mean, this yeah, is, a new- like we said, this is an, a newer director to actual film. Right. I'm surprised how good it is. And looking at her second adaptation, <laughs> which we're going to <laughs> dig, I know we're getting into. Oh, yeah. You know, when you look at the two of them, thank, God, think- this, thank God this movie's as good as it is. Yeah, you would, you would think know? they're two totally different directors. Completely different.
3: I, I, I was stunned the first time I saw the second one
1: that it was... The Same director, so the movie we got in '89, I'm happy with because it could have been way worse knowing what happened. But looking at the '89 89, 89 movie, and I'm not gonna say anything about 2019, we, you know, we as people that watch horror movies knew what to fix, yeah. And even if you wanted to change it up so that it wasn't, it was something you new, you see the cracks for sure. You see the cracks, it's like it's, it's not a perfect adaptation, but it gets some things right, it does, and the things that need to be fixed. Probably would have been an easy fix for a yeah. good director. No, I agree. Yeah, no, and, I, I and if it was somebody, and it's maybe something like you that said, Romero could have done. Like if Romero was on it, he would have had the clout to be able right. to say, "No, it's fine the way this." Is. That would have been addressed because
0: also keep movie. in mind, like Romero and King were friends too. Yeah, yeah. so
1: Since I, th- like, creep show, I think I think yeah.
0: So he was writing before. it for his friend to direct. But I think that's the thing is like maybe they could have collaborated more and made some a better product. You know or a better yeah. adaptation I should say I don't think the 89 movie is a bad ab- adaptation especially so I watched everything in reverse I saw the 2019 one pet cemetery 2 and then I just watched pet cemetery this morning um, and you know after reading the book yeah I think the the 89 version is more in line with the book but there's obviously some missteps and things that I wish that were in the book on the movie. Things that are in the movie that I like, you know, the Missy Dandridge thing I think is good yeah, um, because it does give this sense of dread and grief that's like just under the surface and it's climbing up.
1: And the idea that the whole thing about, because de- obviously this whole thing is about death. Right. Dealing how you deal with it. Dealing with death. And the fact that it goes from an animal, they talk about animals dying, most of the beginning of the story mm-hmm. then it actually has a physical representation of what a human that you know and is right. connected to you dying right. and how that affects the kids or affects their right you know process
2: it even shows how the mom just deals with death yeah. and how she's like weirded out by it yeah um in the 89 version yes I don't know she t- I, she I
1: talks a about it bit. no I know she talks about 2019 it 2019 does a better job though with I
0: that. think so too and I, I'll give I, them. I'll again, I them. don't want to jump ahead, but no, I. No,
1: no jumping ahead.
0: I feel like, especially after reading the book, that the 89 version doesn't really make us identify with her fear of death. No. I know it addresses it because, like, at uh, Missy Dandridge's funeral, which, again, is not in the book, they actually use something else that happens in the book where um, Rachel's not there at the funeral be- because she's sick or has the flu, but it. You you know after reading the book like oh no it's because she she's never been to a funeral she's been avoiding she can't hang that no she can't do funerals yeah especially after her Her sister sister. Zelda which again so like on a really basic level I think the other thing to talk about is Zelda in the 89 version because I mean while I thought it was decent as a kid and still think it's okay um, it creeped a lot of people out she looks like like Momo yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just missing the
3: smile and everything, yep.
0: but cute. yeah, I mean, honestly, like that creeped a lot of people out. Everybody I I can t- sometimes talk to about I think Pet that Sematary, makeup is really bad. I think so too. I don't think it's that great to be honest with you. But as I
1: mean, but kid, cre- I love, as a child uh, at yeah, 89, yeah, yeah. shit was scary. People Shoot. remembered Zelda. <laughs> you know, I remember that.
3: I mean, I was nine years old when
1: I but saw it. And a, I'm like,
0: oh, that's kind of creepy. It's, it's a
3: strange casting. They sat, they cast a guy. Yeah. And they made him up because uh, women really? weren't frail enough for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So if I, you ever want to find she... out,
0: I would highly recommend. I don't think it's a great documentary in general, but there's a good, uh, there's a decent documentary, especially if you're a fan of the '89 version or maybe you just are curious. Uh, called unearthed and un. Two, Something
3: like that. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, it's like the making of it's Pet making Cemetery. Of it, it starts with un- Unearthed. I know that. Yeah, But, um, you know, they talk about some really interesting stuff. Like they use a mirror to like film one shot of the truck coming close to Gage. It's really interesting to kind of watch. And plus you get to hear about some of the set designers that were local that got to work on the film. And... In comparison, again, I don't mean to do this, but it's going to ha- come up. In comparison to the new adaptation, I feel that everything is a little more detailed in the '89 version and looks more authentic versus the 2019 version. Like it's funny how you compare just the Pet Cemetery in general, how much character there is in the '89 version versus the 2019 version. For sure. So for sure. Anyway. I
1: mean, we. Get, we had spoken on that earlier about Gage's death and how, yeah. I mean, you can look at it the rest of the movie how you want to with the effects and whatever, but that actually came across pretty well. I think where so they too. flipped it and it was the yeah. underside of the truck. I thought that was really yeah. good. And
0: so, the that's- the the one thing about the '89 version that I caught today, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I caught it before, but it hit a little. It was more I Maybe I just caught on to it more. Was um when so when the accident happens. And yeah, obviously, this is a spoiler if you haven't seen 89 Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Uh, when Gage is struck by the um, truck. The Orinco truck? Yeah, Orinco truck.
2: Those damn Orinco's. <laughs> uh, uh, it's that damn road.
0: I cannot do his accent. <laughs> it's Sean
2: Connery. Okay. It always <laughs> comes off as of Sean it's Connery. It always, always comes off as of Sean Connery. It's the only road. voice you have.
1: I get kind of excited down when road. you do it, I'm not going to lie. Stop road. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway. Yes, that, Daddy. Shut down road. Shut <laughs> down road.
0: Now I want to see Sean Connery. So. <laughs> Judd. Uh, Judd. James <laughs> Judd. <laughs> Crandall. <laughs> My name's Crandall. Judd oh. Uh So when Gage is hit and then it cuts to Lewis, you know, crying to the sky and then it fades into a white and then we start to see pictures of like yeah. Gage as a baby. The one thing that I picked up on today, I think I've picked up on it before, but I'm just gonna say maybe I didn't, is that those pictures are set on the road.
1: Oh, that's I never no, put, I, I
0: picked up yeah. on that today because like I'm like, what is that in the background? And then I really look at it, I'm like, oh fuck, that's asphalt. I kind of I'm like that's kind of fucked up now, just to look at that. <laughs> so well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's
1: it's the dad's connection to his child, right, right. Like, but
0: but what it's also the, that little sequence is telling you that this is what he's thinking right now. And the background is obviously the road because he's kneeling on the road crying about his son. I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's pretty impactful. So like I said, there are things that Mary Lambert, I think, brings to the table of this adaptation that I don't think should be dismissed. But was she the best director for the job? I don't know.
3: I think her track record going forward is more evidence that, this was all she had. Yeah. The, the, this was. Uh, I don't know, man. The in crowd? Come on. <laughs> oh, what about Soul Survivors, though?
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot she did that, too. Anyway, uh, so yeah. I mean, uh, if you've never seen the 89 version of Pet Cemetery, I would recommend checking it out. Get sure. yourself
1: a six pack. Have some fun. Oh, yeah. And rock we've and roll. just spoiled the entire movie for you, but that's all right. Get some Budweiser.
0: I think most people know what happens in Pet Sematary. Yeah, you Pets know, come back it, to I'm alive, actually guys.
1: surprised on how many people because I, I was talking about us going to see the remake, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, I've I've never seen the original." Oh wow! I mean, these are normal people. And that's but, you know, <laughs> I was kind of hoping like <laughs> the normies. Man,
0: I, I would love to talk to somebody who sees the new version,
1: and I have. I mean, I've talked to one person who saw it on their what own. What they
0: think. Or maybe we should talk about this. Sure, we can get to that. Yeah,
1: later section. But I'm, I'm just saying they said it was it was all right. <laughs> it's fine. Right. Right. I think that's the. And you, when you look at the the you know the ratings for most of the new movie. I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I'm just saying. What from Rocky most people or something? are like it's it's all right. Yeah, I mean it was fine. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you don't know this. I mean, You have no context. You have no previous movie. You Have no you know book to base it off of. Right. I I guess you look at it. Com- through a different lens,
0: yeah, and I mean, I will admit that like I was really trying my hardest to dissociate everything from the 2019 version, just it's, because I didn't want to. Like, it's impossible do myself a disservice, but yeah, I think it's also tough because you can't
1: undo like what you saw the movie probably for the first time when you were like eight.
0: No, it was I was like nine. When oh, saw okay. It. I saw the, it on home video. It
1: was one more one more year. Yeah, it was totally different. I saw
0: it on Paramount home video.
1: So like twenty years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. What? No. Like twenty five years ago,
0: dude. The, the movie's like thirty years
1: old. I know. So twenty nine so years all this ago. Time to let it marinate. That yeah. story. There's yeah. no way to undo that.
0: Rin, what did you think of the eighty nine one?
2: I think that. <laughs> I, I overall enjoyed it I saw it for the first time a couple of years ago and I still really enjoyed it when we rewatched it this last week I mean the dad's acting is kind of flat like you said he's, he's really stoic I mean even as he's clutching Gage's dead body well, I mean uh, he's like the Way. only Just two times I think he's but.
0: emotional is that scene where he's like no!
2: and then he's fighting the father-in-law
0: no when he gets uh, scared by church yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's about it. Uh and also Church was kind of flat in 89, <laughs> I will say. Well, that's as just much as much gonna... as I like a blue cat.
3: I uh, yeah, it's that's not, not Russian... what he
0: looks like in the uh, in the book. So the or 2019 or the cover version. Yeah. The 2019 adaptation they said that they modeled it after the
3: cover. Well what's with the black the cat, cat on the cover of this th- this new version? Oh, it's just the shadow. Shadow. Shadow cat. <laughs> so this was made for $11 million And it made 57 So, yeah, so I it, think it did okay it did, guys It did pretty, well. Pretty, pretty, pretty well. well pretty well
0: Which is why three years later Capitalizing on the popularity of Terminator 2 Judgment Day They get motherfucking Eddie Furlan Michael Brown From Brain Scan because I love brain scans. Yes, he does. everybody should know this. Buddy. How many you know, times have you, have you said Furlong? brain scan I don't on know. This you, I, you, you love every time I say brain
1: You know, it's funny. I think I have the exact same feeling he does, though. Because I, I, saw Terminator 2. Like I snuck and watched it one time, and I was like, "This dude is the coolest." Well, guy he was. I he, was ever age, he was our age. He was our age, and he was a bad kid. And he was that bad kid. And he wasn't
0: have. an actor. I mean, they plucked him from yeah. like a mall. You're like, Man, that, that kid's going to well, show me how yeah. to use fireworks. <laughs> it later
2: shows. Inappropriate. For sure. Larry. He's going to steal his mom's cigarettes. But what's later. funny is, like, he's actually pretty
0: good in Terminator 2, but he's also he's not also a complex character. He's also being directed by James Cameron. Yeah, but he's not a complex <laughs> character either. But yeah, I mean, so it seemed like companies were trying to get the new teenage heartthrob of sorts. We want to
3: be in the Edward Furlong business. business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty much. What what came down to here... And Have you
0: guys heard of EFB? It's the Edward Furlong business, and we're jumping six feet deep.
3: Yeah. This is commonly thought to be a direct-to-video but it was not. No.
0: Uh, I remember it actually
3: did come out in theaters.
0: I went to Ronnie's, and... Uh, I saw the poster of Pet Cemetery 2. It was a teaser poster. And it, and it was said Anthony Edwards. Raise yeah. some hell. I'm like, oh, shit,
2: they're All doing right. a sequel to this. He had did to I hide have, his boner. I, I have the dog fucking on the poster? No. God damn it, you're jumping at it. Oh, <laughs> out of void.
0: We are going <laughs> to get. You
1: just got right into the dirt. We are going to get into that one.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the
0: I think the other tagline for this is back by popular demand. Oh. Which is a weird tagline.
3: Yeah. <laughs> What is that in reference to?
0: I don't know. It was uh the 90s. I guess the popularity of Pet Cemetery or the fact that you can bring somebody back, so back by popular demand. <laughs> but was it demand that I don't <laughs> know. I have no clue. <laughs> the common one that is raised somehow, but I saw a poster when I was researching this and it said Packed by popular demand. So anyway, this one is also directed by
3: Mary Lambert. Yep. Made From, for $8 million, ended up making seventeen. Wow. Not very so, good. <laughs>
1: not, not great, hey, they made their money back. They made their money back. Yeah. Now, Edward Furlong wrote this as well, right? <laughs>
0: no. No. You but would think. Mark Governor did the music as... <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, we know.
1: Um,
3: yeah, I forget who wrote this one. Rich Outen. What else has he done? Rich Outen. Uh He was a writer on Briscoe County <laughs> Junior. Oh. Ooh, Journey Bruce to Campbell. the Mysterious Island. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the movie from '87 called Lionheart. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Back Not the... to be confused with the Van Damme Lionheart. Oh no, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I
1: only, <laughs> I so I only know the Van Damme.
3: Knows. No, Lionheart's a it's a it's a like sword and sandals thing with a little kid.
0: Mm. Okay. All right.
3: Gabriel Byrne, Eric Stoltz. Uh, so
0: I definitely grew up with this movie a little bit more. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Because of
3: Edward. I know I've
0: watched it a couple God of times. God damn,
1: you really are just guys, a stereotype. You know, you know. just sit
0: in your bedroom and you have the covers over you. And you have your tiger
1: your oh tiger beat. Yeah, and yeah. you start watching Pecker and yeah, you're holding so your pecker. And oh it's like God. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but bad. Oh
2: God. <laughs> you guys are so fucking old.
1: Detroit Rock City.
0: Actually, he's good at
1: that. (laughs) Yeah, that's. Yeah, Yeah, I think he's good at that. Fine.
0: I mean, yeah. Anyway, Adam Rifkin. Yeah, good director. Yeah. Uh, Mary Lambert, not so much.
3: so no that. so this this reeks of and from what I understand this is the movie that Mary Lambert wanted to make with the first one oh. <laughs> are you back, fucking kidding me wow. was held back from making <laughs> thank uh, God so for this holding was, her back you Mary just go ahead do whatever uh, you made a good profit for us let's yeah. see what you can do yeah with uh, no. <laughs> Edward Furlong a guy who's going to be on ER and Clancy Brown. <laughs> that's it. And the Don't best, worry, the best friend number. from Big.
2: <laughs> so, Is that the kid that's an asshole and everything? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah,
0: Jared Rushton.
2: Oh, yeah. he has a name. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I
0: said that when we watched it. I'm like, Jared Rushton, also known as Jared Asshole Rushton. Yeah.
3: From Redeeming Queen qualities. qualities? Yeah. Is he an asshole in Honey? I Shrunk the Kids. I guess he is, kind of. Yeah. yeah.
2: He just yeah. has that face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Good things about the movie. Uh, it is obviously entertaining because you have no fucking clue what's happening next. It's constant, just batshit craziness. The well, so hold on, hold on. We should explain the plot. I don't first, think right? we even is need there a to. Let's there there be real.
0: There is. Okay. So, um, so Go it ahead starts off.
3: <laughs> Edward Furlong is visiting his estranged, uh, su- superstar actress mother,
0: Renee Harlow, who is. <laughs> da- <laughs> Uh, I mean, obviously she's famous. They have a tribute at the school in Maine. At at an elementary school
1: yeah, for an actress. Was it elementary or was it junior high? I don't know. Does it matter? I didn't see anyone masturbate, (laughs) so I don't know if it was So she's separated
3: from her husband, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Yeah.
0: they're taking a break. They're They're working on things.
1: Yeah,
3: and Anthony Edwards is moving to a new town to become a vet. What? Whoa, you just skipped a big thing there.
1: Let Andy tell
3: it.
0: All right. He knows wow. every inch of this she fucking dies.
1: movie. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> dies a horrible death.
0: So <laughs> the uh, the movie starts off with Edward Furlong, who, oh, Jesus, what is his name? I forgot his character's name. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was a Jeff either, so yeah. it he was weird. It doesn't
0: look like a Jeff. No. Spike. Just call him Eddie. Spike.
1: <laughs> Lazy. <laughs>
0: anyway, Jeff, played by Edward Furlong, is on the set of kind of like a uh, gothic horror film that his mother, Renee Harlow, is starring in. And it it almost starts off kind of similar to No Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, absolutely. It's like, oh, this is the movie. Oh, okay. And then Cameron draws back. And what's interesting about that. Or Demon Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just no crib keeper as the director.
3: You call that acting? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, not even a Robert Deadford.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> the reason why I mention this is there is a tie-in between New Nightmare and Pet Cemetery. <sighs> Basically, like New Nightmare is pretty much based on um, Heather Lanning Camp and her real husband who works in special effects. Oh, cool! And he worked on the original Pet Cemetery. But anyway, uh, so it starts off with uh, the film set
3: and then... Uh, and it mis- actually reminds me exactly of New Nightmare. Yeah, At The no, beginning exactly. of the movie exactly. is. Exactly.
0: So, and then a mishap happens where, like, some puppet grabs her boob. <laughs> he touched me. or Whatever. The monster I forget what she is, said. Is, oh, he a, grabbed
3: me. That's what it was. It's a skeleton from the pond and It. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. that's what oh, the oh, arm of the oh, monster is. Oh, nice. It grabs her.
0: Anyway, uh, so they take five and you get a little bit of the backstory like what's happening with Jeff and Renee and their father and like they're taking a break and all that bullshit and then oh well we got to get back to filming and then Renee is electrocuted by mistake of safety
3: (laughs) yeah it's a final destination fucking moment (laughs) yeah so uh, the fence that
0: she's grabbing where there's a skeletal hand coming from the this body of water below her gets electrified somehow mm-hmm. and
3: ends up killing her. And so boy, she dies she, on, sh- she tries for like a minute guys. It's- in,
0: yeah. In slow motion. And then like that weird, like, Hey guys, we didn't film this in slow motion. So let's just do the still fl- slow motion. And then the they best. cut to the same
3: <laughs> shot of Edward Furlong screaming mom. Yeah. Mom! <laughs>
0: yeah. There's a decision made by Jeff's father Played by Anthony Edwards Who They all lived in LA Obviously because Renee was a star And uh, they moved back to her hometown of Ludlow, Maine Which is where the Creed incident happened From the previous film And basically Anthony Edwards' character He's going to open up a vet there And they just wanted to get away Get out of LA Just have a out of LA. Yeah, we got LA. LA it's too
1: much. Escape from it.
0: But also there is uh Renee's ex-boyfriend from high school days. Hey, hey. Clancy Brown,
3: Sheriff Gus.
0: Gus like in an award-winning performance, and I can say that because he won. Or no, fuck, he didn't win. He that did was the crime.
3: Win. He did not. That win.
0: was the
2: illumination.
0: It was a nomination for the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards For Best Supporting Actor He should have won it
2: Those
3: prestigious chainsaw awards But
0: he lost to uh, Anthony Hopkins From Bram Stoker's Dracula Anyway uh, So yeah So basically they move back to Ludlow, Maine Which is the uh, convenient thing to say Hey, let's make a sequel to that movie Mm -hmm. And uh, Jeff has a hard time at school Trying to make friends Runs into Jared Asshole Rushton, who is Clyde. That's the character's name. Who names their kid Clyde?
3: Someone who has an asshole, I guess. As a child, yeah. You have an asshole child. (laughs) You're going to be a little shit. You are going to be an asshole. We're going to name you Clyde.
0: So uh yeah, they tease Jeff and uh introduce him to the pet cemetery by stealing a
1: man's cat. Yes, yeah, I'm not really Niles sure. Niles kept saying. I <laughs> like that was like honestly, so it's like it's not build just a up, cat. build it's up, build kitten. up, and then all of a sudden it's like the main first action of this film is steal a baby kitten from a young boy and run with it.
3: Right. Yeah, it it's they're at the same the, Who wrote that? I don't know who comes up with it.
0: Richard yeah, Alton. we'll have them steal the cat. Look, it, it was obvi- this is definitely one of those movies that's like, guys, we need to make a sequel, so it becomes this, a product, right? And then they're like, we need to do
3: this, this, and this, this,
0: and then we'll mean,
1: fill in the blanks to get. There. I've seen the explorers. There's lots of ways
3: to be. The a whole bowler. sequence of events is fucking dumb. He, why is he bringing a kitten to, to, to class yeah. in his coat? Have you heard a fucking kitten before?
2: Has anybody owned a cat? Y'all want to nope. see some pussy? Oh. That thing
1: will not shut up in your coat. Do you know how scarred his arms were after that yes. day? Yes,
2: holy shit. He was broken out in hives. I mean, he had a leather jacket, guys.
1: Dude,
3: it's like little <laughs> Was there food and water in the pocket? Yeah, I'm sure it was With fun. little needles? just let it out to
1: poop? Or you just do it between the class breaks. Yeah, okay. Right? No, right, guys. Clearly, these people had never had an animal before. No, no. So <laughs> anyway, not even the animal wrangler
3: instead is like, "This is really dumb." You guys know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is real dumb. Look, well, cat- Carl. We're trying to get through our day. Don't even talk about <laughs> it. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just so saying.
0: Uh, yeah. So that's how the pet cemetery is introduced. And I, I will say that I do kind of like a little bit of that aspect, but more so on the Halloween night. Which we'll get to right. because that's later, but
3: but he has they have a chase and he goes he ends up walking into the pet cemetery to find his cat who has been captive a, in a bird cage. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. So anyway, rough times ahead for Jeff. Yeah, um, he starts
3: looking around at the graves. There is and a stuff. fucking
0: smoking hot nanny that comes by. I don't I don't know how they got this girl on such short notice, and she strangely kind of looks like Jeff's mom. Yes. Yeah. I mean. I didn't think I was trying to be an asshole about that. She does look like Jeff's mom, right? Yeah. It's the same hair color. Mom. <laughs> mom? Nobody likes to touch your stuff, mm. oh, whatever. Anyway, Jeff, um,
3: you're not my mom, Marjorie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh... I, I wish he had said that right yeah. when she was introduced to him.
0: Yeah. She's... My mom's Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I got cats. <kissed! laughs> So, uh, yeah, then some weird shit happens. Um, Oh, boy. Let's just skip to the Halloween scene. So, the Halloween scene, Jeff and his new buddy, uh, Drew, who is Gus's son.
3: His kind of reluctant buddy, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it starts off a little weird. The relationship starts off weird. But it works out.
3: And Gus is the stepdad. The bullies don't seem to, like they don't seem to really go against Drew because his no. dad's a sheriff. Right, right. Gus well, is... And Gus,
1: as they call him, he's he's just a fat boy. He's yeah, just so, a fat boy, yeah. yeah I mean, you don't fat. really beat up the fat boy because he actually is bigger than you usually. So. Yeah. Right. And right. he could
2: hit that phase where he's like, I'm not
1: going to take this shit anymore, and yeah. he
2: kills you. Or he just absorbs the blows. Yeah. Oh, you know? like society. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Suck yeah. Him, yeah. Him. T- <laughs>
0: So uh, so yeah, the Halloween scene is when they explain what happened in Ludlow, Maine, and they talk about the Creed. Family. Uh, so it's basically a recap of Pet Cemetery with some embellishments for sure. Yeah. But what I do like about the scene is like, oh. As there should be, though. Right, right. Because these are kids telling the but story. Of that's the, what I like about like, it, is legend. that, oh, shit, they're treating pets, what happened in Pet Cemetery as an urban legend for the town. Right. Yeah. So I kind of dug that, but I mean, it doesn't go far. I mean, it's just literally this scene. That's it. Um, Was the only connection,
1: I feel like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah for the most part. Um, there's, you know, in the town setting. I mean, it was I, only I three, three years ago, so. Yeah. How
1: long does it take something to become an urban legend? <laughs> eh. Lambert did want to
3: make the movie about Ellie. <laughs> right. She wrote... And, didn't ooh, she write Yeah, she, she had screenplay? written it. Yeah. And uh, the studio rejected saying, we don't want a little girl in our movie. <laughs> and oh. then the and so then they,
0: proved them all wrong. Yeah, and then they said...
3: <laughs> Who's that little squeaky kid? Sounds like a girl from T2. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like a girl. Let's see that. Let's, Let's do, do that. that. But um
0: yeah, so this movie, I mean, it's hard to go blow by blow with this movie because it's about the point at the Halloween scene when Gus is killed by Zowie, which we totally skipped. Oh yeah, you did Wowie totally Zowie. skip that. Yeah. Uh, Zowie is a dog that Gus shot Gus because he was barking. No, he was barking. He was, And he was going yes, after right.
2: them damn rabbits again. And going
0: after the rabbits that Gus keeps,
2: as to well sell as dollars
0: Yeah, ten dollars. I mean, ten dollars for a an huge albino market. rabbit. You fuck with yeah. my business, I shoot
1: you with
0: a hunting yeah. rifle.
1: Granted, we do Zowie. see the rabbits having sex. Yes, yes. yeah, we so do. We know and Gus does him. love it. He's yeah, make me more rabbits. Satisfied by this? Oh, he is. But, yeah, so he That's shoots Zowie. That's our first Zowie. taste of bestiality in the movie. He
0: shoots Zowie before this Halloween scene. <laughs> Sorry to jump around, but he shoots Zowie before the Halloween scene. And then Drew and um, Jeff go up to Bad the Mi'kmaq grounds to bury Zowie so Zowie can come back. And Zowie comes back, and let's just say this motherfucker looks way scarier than Church. Yeah. He's got scary. demon red eyes. Yeah. And he stinks. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So then, okay. Fast forward to the Halloween scene. Oh, he kills where, a
3: bunch of kittens. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Or... No,
0: I know <laughs> he does. That's later. That's later. In... That's later. <laughs> that yeah. Later? It does happen later. That um, scene is hilarious. It's not too far after the Halloween scene. No, I'm Remembering, but the Halloween scene, uh, Gus comes in and breaks up the party of all the fucking bullies and, and Jeff and Drew are there. And he's like, Drew buddy, you come out. here. And uh, Zowie attacks Gus and basically rips out his throat for the most part. And uh, then they're like, oh, shit, what do we do? Well, there's that one place beyond the Pet cemetery We can fix everything. And uh, they bury Gus because that's the smart thing to do. Band-aid. And what I do like about Gus coming back, when they mention it (laughs) in the movie is that if you're a shithead in real life and then you bury him, maybe you come out okay later after you come back.
1: Yeah. Oh. And
0: you kind of work with that theory because Gus is a little more playful, not as strict. He's super funny. Yeah, Gus is
1: a delight to have It's at her this around.
0: point that the movie is just he's like, a, you know what, this hoot. this story, quote-unquote story, is just not working out. Let's just...
3: Fucking Scrap
2: let Gus it. do whatever
3: the
0: fuck yeah. he yeah.
2: wants. Let's well, just have fun, guys.
3: Clancy Radney's is like the script is really dumb, guys.
0: Yeah. So
2: Clancy
3: Brown, <laughs> letting,
0: they just tell Clancy Brown, hey,
1: improv everything, just, be, just, just act be like be. a
0: fucking imbecile.
1: He basically honestly, you know who he reminds me of is 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 the monster from Young Frankenstein. He's yes. like that silly large guy trying to figure it out. Oh, don't show him the light. Yeah. Don't show him flame. He'll freak out. No,
3: <laughs> he's he's an intelligent
1: zombie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And anyway, what what you're treated to is some of the craziest shit you've maybe seen the on The dinner film. table scene. The dinner table scene, the uh, ripping apart of the rabbits and skinning of the rabbits uh, yeah. with the L7 shitless on playing in the background. That's the best. Uh, he also rapes his
3: wife when he oh, first yeah, comes that's, home. Oh, well, yeah, that's not the best. Yeah, that was <laughs> apparently uh, a much longer and oh, god, Lambert's original version.
0: The scene where... Um, it's a uh, Jesus and the Mary Chain reverence. I want to die like Jesus Christ. That song, yeah. and uh, they're That's cha- sing along. Uh, <laughs> sing along. Sing <laughs> along. Uh, Clyde is chasing Jeff on a dirt bike. Well, Jeff doesn't have a dirt bike. Jeff has a bicycle, and Clyde is chasing him with the dirt bike and like starts f- fucking with him by putting the bike upside down and like spinning the gear and like trying to put his face near it. And then uh, <laughs> Clyde oh, comes up behind and he's just like, go home. Gus, tells, Gus, yeah, Gus or, comes oh up. yeah. Yeah. Gus comes behind Clyde and tells Jeff to go home. So Edward Furlong get, flips up his bike and goes home. And then uh, Clyde's like, I'm just fucking with him. And then he like knocks him out, grabs his dirt bike And starts doing the same thing by revving the back tire. I'm
3: just fucking with (laughs) you. I'm just
0: fucking with you. And then, like, totally skins his face apart. I love that scene so
3: much. It's great. And it happens on accident first, and then he's like, well, might as well just keep doing this. We're here already. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. No
0: half-stepping. And then, yeah. um, That's when, you know, look, this movie didn't have a strong backbone and story. But uh, let's just fast forward to, yeah, Zowie um, seduces Anthony Edwards. Oh, my God. Anyone That's talking? Mike's favorite part. Yeah. I, I, Mike, you should take this scene.
3: It's a music video sex scene. His dead wife has come back to life. Anthony yes. Edwards is so it was happy. It's way too
2: hot for him. Let's so happy. just throw that out The there.
3: entire room is blue. Did it's he? blue with the moonlight. As blue as the moon is, <laughs>
2: as blue as his balls were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And his balls wouldn't be blue much longer because his wife mounts him and takes off her top. Yes, and we she just does. stare at tits for a while. But then you scroll up and oh, fuck, it's oh, Zowie's God. head! It's a Zowie face! And then you realize Anthony Edwards has been grinding this dog.
2: The guy from Miyaz fucking a dog! Is, we really hope it's just grinding. He has
3: been fucking that dog. He's
2: been fucking He's that been dog. He's been fucking that Driven. dog. And then
3: Zowie says, I got mine, and she jumps out the window. <laughs> Is that what she, she says? Bop? <laughs> <laughs> and she jumps out the window and leaves. So then later, um, somehow, and then Anthony never speaks of this again. So
0: let's skip to the end because I'm I'm already starting to get tired of explaining this nonsense. I think I stopped fucking, paying
1: attention after that part. Fucking Holly. yeah,
0: I. I it's I, a fever dream of a movie for sure. I
2: enjoyed it so much. No, I love
0: the movie. I I think it is so much fun and entertaining. But it is a bad movie. It has
2: nothing to it's do. with It's
0: also it. a movie that is better when thinking in afterthought. It's just right. like, wow, what the fuck did we watch?
3: This is <laughs> uh, this is entirely more enjoyable than the first one. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, it's top. also a different beast. Yeah, I think it, I don't think it's uh, as confidently made as the first one no. is, but it's way more enjoyable than the first but one.
0: But the end. So then Renee comes back. Explain yeah. this to me, uh, I, because it's like weeks after her death.
1: She'd been in the ground for a minute, but
0: Gus dug her up and put her in the. Uh, and she's looking just fine. Ground. What, except for the melty
3: face? Right, but. right, right, right.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, you she know. had
1: some stank too.
3: I'm sure. I'm sure she sank. Yeah.
0: Anyway, dead is better,
3: guys. Dead yeah. is
1: better. Oh, that's the best part. Dead, <laughs> is, better. <laughs> dead <laughs> is better.
0: Welcome to yelling the podcast. <laughs> We need to yell about horror. Okay, so let's uh, wrap up pet cemetery 2.
1: <laughs> I think it's been wrapped.
0: I think it is. We're
1: too. done. There's okay. some. There's some. Gore,
3: and and then is there? Just,
1: I don't even remember that. I just remember the dog fucking. Well, Clancy and, gets the back of his
3: bed <laughs> fucking back of his bed. Yeah, he gets the back of his bed blown out, and then uh, Anthony Edwards shoots him in the head. Yeah, with his revolver. Yep.
1: Back of his skull. Edward Furlong smiling in the fetal position. <laughs> Little I should have been the cover of the movie. I God,
0: God. So Pet Cemetery 2 would that be a recommend?
1: <laughs> if you if you want to watch something that has nothing to do with Pet Cemetery, watch this movie because it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would definitely wholeheartedly recommend that you watch this. I think Pet Sematary 2 is
0: one movie that you want to watch with as many people as you can. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's basically like they took like three different Goosebumps books and slapped yes. them together. <laughs> and like added some F-words. with and, uh, and some, some okay 90s <laughs> And, and bestiality. Oh, the, the songs the are fucking
2: mature yes. themes. Don't forget
3: bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Light beastie, Light, yeah. I mean, he wasn't intentionally doing it.
0: I was his dead wife for crying out loud.
1: No animals were hurt in the making of this podcast, but they were fucked.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Pet Cemetery Two. Uh, yeah, it's it's one for the books. So the dog was raping him, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, he was unconscious. He wasn't. I power didn't hear position. him say yes. That's
3: true. Come.
2: <laughs> Get on top. <laughs> Jesus!
3: When the w- room turns blue, uh,
1: oh,
2: bow about bow. If you know what I'm saying,
3: those curtains have never blown further. <laughs> all Where right. did all these curtains come from? So let
0: the, the dogs. Which, out? by the way, the uh, the main guitar theme from Mark Governor uh, turned into a song, which is in the end credits, called "Love Never Dies."
3: And uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like the tender moments the, of the score. The vocal... It, no, so do I. Uh, it's when, we're, when, we're the, uh, when, the,
0: <laughs> when the hard rock guitar dun, starts coming dun, in. It's dun, like... Dun, dun. Uh. Uh, but the end song, uh, and also the song that plays during the dog fucking, uh, <laughs> has vocals. Uh, it's pretty much like that same guitar, kind of slow yeah. riff, but the vocals are done by Tracy Lords. Really? So, yeah, yeah, so... Interesting wow. tidbit Eww. about Pet Cemetery Two. Okay, so let's get into 2019's Pet Cemetery, uh, directed dire- by Kevin. Can we not? Kevin Kulch. Chris? Kulch. Kulch. You know, Kulch. like the the beer. Kulch. Kulch. Dennis,
3: Dennis Widmeyer. These are the Crafters, quote unquote, Cra- of, Crafters of Starry Eyes 2014 Starry Eyes, which is as slow of a burn as they get.
0: But I actually liked Starry Eyes. But I will say that I think it's a better performance versus a better movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I so still true. never seen it. It is a slow burn for sure. Cuz you keep saying it's a slow burn and I'm not usually in a slow burn. Oh, yeah, but burn, no, right?
0: no. You like A24 stuff? I yeah. absolutely
3: do.
1: Yeah. This this would be
3: something A24 would have Okay. Reversed. Cool. Yeah.
0: Anyway, all right. 2019's Pet Cemetery uh written by uh Jeff Bueller. Which I think uh, Joseph talked about last time. Bueller. That he was worried about, which I guess he had. Bueller.
3: Uh, he he wrote the Prodigy that just recently came out, Midnight Meat Train, which Joseph did not <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and uh, he created Night Flyers, The but you know what uh, George R. R. Martin adaptation. From one
0: sci-fi. thing I noticed, especially the week of release. Is I thought Jeff Bueller did the screenplay, but there's actually somebody did a story or screen story, screen story, which I never understood that credit in general. Because you know the story is from fucking Stephen King. Screen story means what? And then
3: screenplay. I don't know. Well, why don't you tell me? He wrote things? 1408. Really? Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Cool, another Stephen.
0: That's
1: King. another Stephen. He King? wrote Rain of Fire, which I. It's a guilty pleasure that I. Hey, love. we saw it in theaters together. That was a that was a fun time. Yeah. Is
2: that about dragons? It's about it's dragons. It's about dragons. Is it the one I'm thinking about? It Probably yeah. is.
0: Yeah, with Christian Bale and. Uh, oh, McConaughey. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: he he uncredited, Children of the Corn Three: Urban Harvest. There you go, Jeremy. Oh, and the Prophecy too. There you go, Jeremy. Ooh. I'm damn. I'm sure Jeremy is a fan. A of veteran. The a veteran. And he wrote Halloween H, two O. Oh. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, (laughs) and Seventh Son. You remember Seventh Son? Wait, the the one with um, the dude, the Warner Brothers. Yeah, the Warner Brothers like delayed for three years, two hundred million dollar disaster. Jesus. So
0: anyway, um, this one uh, we have Jason Clark as Lewis Creed, uh, Amy Simons, who you might remember from like Your Next and My Girlfriend. Oh wait, she's your girlfriend. I wish.
2: Does she know?
3: No, now.
0: <laughs> I've always had a question. Do you right? treat her like I treat Edward Furlong?
3: Maybe.
2: You just want to hear her scream. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh gross. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I almost did it. It could have been two ways. <laughs> Ooh. And Ellie is played by someone named Jette.
0: Oh Jete Lawrence.
3: Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> And then uh, John Lithgow is Judd, who when he was announced, I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm down for that." Fuck yeah, I I Lufko, love casting. Oh yeah, it's fucking love good John Lithgow. Then the first trailer came out, and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm not hearing any main accent." So nope. one of the uh, there are a lot of differences, obviously, with this new one from the source material and the adaptation thirty years prior. One of which small. But uh, I think kind of important is that they are moving from Boston to Ludlow, Maine. So Massachusetts to Maine yep. versus and... Chicago, Illinois to Ludlow, Maine.
3: Huh. Right. So There are no the... accents to be found in the movie. It might be a little upsetting, I guess. It doesn't really give uh, you a... Uh, I don't think... It does. It it could take place anywhere. And yeah. I wish they had just stuck with that instead of doing Google and all of a sudden you're looking at, oh, she's searching for pet cemeteries in Maine. Right. And, uh, you know, the Google Discovery. It doesn't have
0: the main atmosphere whatsoever.
3: The right. lazy exposition.
0: The other thing is, the reason why I'm a little annoyed by the Boston-Chicago thing, yes, I know it's a very fucking fine nitpick. But Chicago is a way further distance yeah. than yeah, yeah. than Boston, and the whole thing is like in the book and in, in the adaptation. You get the fact that they're taking a huge leap of faith to hope that this works out. More yeah. so in the book,
3: I I think I yeah I got the impression that they were jumping from the big city to the right, country, right?
0: And and that's let's, fine. Let's I mean, like I said, I down. don't think that's really going to hurt the actual story of the movie. But it is kind of interesting.
3: Was Lewis a doctor? Yeah. So yes. The, um,
0: the whole point, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's really said that in that the even 2000 in the movie. I don't think it is. But the whole point of him moving from Chicago, or in this case Boston,
2: I'm pretty sure it was all mentioned that he was doing like late nights in the ER. Yeah, he just wants he to slow down. He needs a, they do mention it in yes. the new
0: one. He's he tells them... well, in a spoiler section tell somebody that they just wanted to slow down. Yeah. Or maybe it's not in the spoiler part. I mean whatever. Yeah it doesn't matter. At this point. Uh, So yeah um not much difference for the setup.
3: No, setup's pretty similar uh had that similar situation with all of a sudden uh, somebody's been hit by a truck and uh somebody being be church? Russian. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. no. The, 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 our our spiritual not, guide through the not
2: movie. Not Pascal? Not this time. <laughs> hmm. it, it was
0: just a car accident on campus.
3: Was it a car accident? Yeah. I, I mean, this. that's what it is in His the
0: book, and I
1: think been, that's like, what it, open it is by a Every car. single one, so, he's a runner running on campus, jogger, yeah. and he gets hit by a car, and then the students drag him into the building, and this one, it's not students. It's like a student. And they're carrying this guy whose brain's out, which I still don't understand how that's possible. I Hit, loved baby. that effect, though. The brain—it was
3: so I, good. I loved the effect. Boom, boom, the, boom, boom. the effects
1: on the side of his
3: face and the brain is. Which does,
0: I Moving mean, in the book
1: they do describe,
0: like, yeah, his brains are about to spill out. You yeah. can see his brains. And, fucking awesome. And, like, the nurses, one of the nurses passes out in the yeah. book. Yeah. So,
2: I mean. Well, there's the one in the 2019 movie who's right. like, ah! Right. Yeah, so I'm like, like okay, they hit the nail brain. on the head on that. Yeah.
0: So for an adaptation from the book, okay, that's a point.
2: <laughs> We're going to do a point system. Yeah. Uh, but, I liked the beginning. I'll no, say that.
1: Are we doing negative really, points as well? Because we can just start adding it.
0: Okay. Um, well, um, we might have to get the try to race board if we want to tally this up. <laughs>
2: I'll just mark it in my journal here. Okay. okay it's going to be so, a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you, Randy. It's a little pitchy.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, hmm, I don't like this, Pascal, really.
1: I like the casting. No, 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 no. The Pascal. I don't. Yeah, no. I'm talking about. I like, like the casting of the Pascal. Yeah.
2: I don't think that name sounds he's not, very. He's not as important in the new one. Well, no, no, no. I think that's because of the writing, not the cast. Yeah, right. No.
1: He's not in the story really that much, yeah. except for like.
2: But even when they go to the pet cemetery, he's like just kind of there.
1: When you read the book. Yeah. What color did you see him?
0: Oh, of course I saw him as white because I'm a white boy.
1: I know, but I didn't. I always thought... Because of the name, I always thought it was a foreign name. Ooh. Okay. And so, so the fact that he was obviously... Yeah. It, it was an odd name. It yeah, wasn't yeah, a normal yeah, yeah. name. Yeah. Well, normal by white. So it's Sanders.
0: Triefenbach, I mean.
1: No, I like... How about this? 89's Pascal, the the actual storyline for him. Oh. Yeah. And like how he was included. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. This well, one? And that's how he's
0: like, is in the book.
1: Yeah. This one, not so much. Yeah. But I liked his... I like who they cast for it because he's not
0: necessarily a spiritual and, guide at the end, like towards
1: the end. No, no. And I like how, and like no, Mike it's said,
3: it's kind of like once once the pet cemetery shit happens, he's kind of like you need to get back. You know, he kind of <laughs> yeah. leads Amy Simons to to go back home. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and and then after that, he's like peace. <laughs> he's, See ya. he's gone. He's like, well, my part's done. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I was here. See ya. Um,
0: but yeah, for the most part, I mean, it's pretty faithful um, adaptation-wise. But the, the, to a point. And this is where I might deviate, and I'm curious to hear what Mike says because, unfortunately, like Niles and Ren and I saw it all at the same time, so we kind of talked about it. We, we did didn't. The, we tried to, to not we to. Just couldn't help we it. tried not to, but it all came out. <laughs> so I'm sorry, dad. Uh but
3: Are we a did... spoiler? No. Spoiler not me? yet. No. Not yet.
0: Did the pacing seem really quick?
3: Uh the the back half of it, for sure.
0: It's... So not the beginning. I felt the beginning I was mean, the beginning real is real fucking quick.
2: They got to business pretty quickly. Yeah, it, it like should, here are the oh,
0: highlights. Let's hit them all.
3: I thought the whole thing should have breathed better. I felt it more in. I guess I did feel it more in the first half of it. Yeah. Interesting that it was, and in the original, in the '89 so, movie, I felt like it was. Come on, let's hurry up. Let's get yeah, this going. Nah, let's get yeah. this going here. Oh, baby's dead. Baby's back alive. Come on.
0: See the 2019 one for me again. I was still reading the book, technically, so I wonder if that was a little bit detrimental to me.
1: Maybe I I feel like this movie in general was under the assumption it was created under the assumption that you've seen the original. Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> so, like, because it that's, makes that's literally like they just skipped around and then it's a problem. You're and, not making a sequel. I'm going making... to bring up my biggest problem with the movie: the fact that the secondary trailer ruins everything. Ruins. Everything and that what they, made
0: it worse was that they published an article. Here's why there's a big change in Pet Cemetery. I'm like, you it's, gotta be fucking. I don't me. know
1: why you would spend so much time and effort to in the movie have big twists if you're literally and they set it up that way too. Yeah, <laughs> going to show you it prior to going like true. I, 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 I they felt the need to change things, and that's fine. And we would have been surprised if we had sat down and not known. But, and I don't know if I would have felt po- more positive about mm-hmm. the film then. Mm-hmm. But, because I don't necessarily th- no, think but you should surprise, have No, but the surprise, the surprise, spoiler, surprise. spoiler. Hey, guess what? This movie you're going to go see, it's not going to be like the original. Yeah. Like, why would you tell me that? Or the source material. Or the yeah. source material. <laughs> but that surprise spoiler. But you know the, what? You know, the big moment that. And I didn't have a choice because I saw the trailer in theater. Like, I Oh. adamantly tried not to watch we the to trailer us yeah because we saw us and before us guess what's showing it's gonna be the trailer for pet cemetery and there's no, i mean that's, i tried closing my eyes why i
0: didn't i didn't post the second trailer because i got the email no. i got the post it came with the poster the new final poster and the trailer i'm like all right let's get it posted and i watched the trailer. i always watch the trailer before i post it and i watched it i'm like Motherfucker! I was so pissed.
1: So if I could have sat in the theater and known that they were going to change who is the obviously theatrical, you know, and they thematic, obvious... like not villain, Keystone. But, Which kid's gonna die? I like.
3: <laughs> I liked that. I liked the change.
1: There I was liked a the lot.
3: Change. There were things that that was what sold me more on the movie was because it's more
1: that believable that, that a toddler is gonna do what happens at the end. Exactly. That. I I liked.
0: I don't think it's more believable that it's an older, no more
1: believable,
3: but I think you it's get more, communication palatable. Communication is something that is not in
0: the. Here is the thing. Here is my big problem.
2: What I like babies are so creepy.
0: But here, yeah, here is my thing: is like gauge is creepy. Look, and I say it in the uh, in my review on destroythebrain.com dot com. Losing a kid, no matter what age, is going to be extremely difficult. Yeah. Right. Okay. But when it comes back, I think as a child who hasn't really experienced life, and plus just something as innocent as a young child, like five or under, is going to be a little more impactful than somebody who is older. Right. Like
2: Ellie. More innocence.
0: There's more innocence. Yeah, yeah. And I think... That loses some potency when she comes back, because let's face it, this one just treats it like a fucking killer kid movie. Yes. Yeah. And I think I, that's a detriment. I liked. <laughs> I didn't like. I
1: I, I did I not either. like it whatsoever. I, I'm like, okay, I've already seen this. The, the second she... T- okay, so the thing is, is, I thought that, unfortunately, she's a child, but I mean, I didn't think she was a good actress at all. She was annoying as crap. To, like, what, really? Ellie? Absolutely. Prior old? to her changing I was like Yeah I'm not impressed this is an awful lot like, oh, I, I th- thought she was great when so, she came back So the thing is she makes that switch over though And I'm like oh she's fucking she, awesome I, I agree no, with she, you.
0: Hold on I agree With you and disagree with you and I'll tell you Why after
1: you finish your So thought. Basically it's like I didn't think she was going to be I'm watching the movie I, I know She's dying because I've seen The trailer right so I'm Expecting it so she changes and I'm like Oh shit she pulled it off for like five minutes and then it was just like okay yeah no I've seen this and this is like I I don't know it's just in the book it was so rushed yeah that I couldn't even like pay attention to what she was saying
0: in the book and in the 89 adaptation she is annoying Yeah, Ellie's always fucking annoying because
2: nine year olds are often annoying exactly she's an she knows everything
3: because she's psychic god
2: (laughs) so
0: I think what she did was like she acts like she point. knows
3: everything, but she actually does.
0: With how it how it should have been written. Right. And more on point, on it's more of a true adaptation of that character. Granted, we're talking about a fucking nine year
1: old character. I'm not talking about what really she says or like the. No, 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 I'm yeah, literally yeah. talking about like, I'm sitting there waiting for her to turn into a bad character. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this girl's going to cut it. Nah. But the, but they the gave it that droopy eyelid and it well, was yeah. all over. Well, everything <laughs> exactly. that
2: comes back has a droopy eyelid. Yeah. And
1: as I said, I was pleasantly surprised when she did that first like couple moments where she switched over. Then the movie itself went into this direction that I was just like okay, I don't even care what she's saying cuz it's because just it's sanity. It's possession. This... And they they use possession
3: in this movie as opposed to zombieism in right. the first one. And Gage killing in the first one doesn't make a whole lot of sense, which is
0: maybe more true to the book. So here's the thing: like, there's obviously some things that 2019's adaptation does get right. That's more true to the source material. Church, Um, Church, I think is more true. Church was Um, phenomenal. Church
1: (laughs) is the best part of this. That cat's a good actor. It's a
2: good cat actor. I think he's gonna go places, guys. Right.
0: Um, The other thing is like. In the book, you get the sense by by the end of the book that it's not just who you bury up in the Mi'kmaq br- grounds that comes back. It's something maybe bigger or more supernatural.
2: Like the Wendigos?
0: Right, but it, it's one force. It's right. not just separate individuals. It's one force. Where Because in the book, I mean, obviously Gage probably doesn't know the word fuck yeah. and comes back... And basically, instead of, I'm going to play with you, like you hear in the 89 version, he tells Judd, I'm going to fuck with you, and like all this awesome. weird shit. And it's like, holy shit. And More that's cool. that's when you realize, oh shit, this isn't the same kid anymore, because it's a total abomination of it, right? right. So I think the 2019 version does get some of that right. Um, because, you know, to skip ahead, we see Norma, Judd's wife, who we're not introduced to at all, really, in the movie. No, we get pictures. Except for pictures when Ellie goes to Judd's house. Right. But we get to see her face, which I think would have been more potent if we actually had Norma as a character.
3: I really thought she was going to be in the basement. I really thought she was going to be tight. <laughs> like, it was gonna be like, like he's breathe. kept her alive. No, like, he's <laughs> kept her alive down in the basement. I get He that. doesn't know what the fuck to do with her. From
2: the overall vibe, totally. That, w-
3: that totally would have been... Awesome.
2: It would have been a good modern theme. I can to name a hundred
3: ways
1: why this movie would have been better. The well, that's <laughs>
3: one of them. Yeah. The other, the thing that I thought the movie was going to do and that it didn't was that neither kid was going to die, and instead the family was going to be marked by those kids running the procession train.
2: Yeah, that's kind of procession train <laughs> Well, they were. Woo, woo. It, was it was just a, a procession.
3: A Whatever. It's like a <laughs> train <laughs> of kids, but not good. Uh, that, which the, is only introduced as a visual element it once. does not That's come it. back fucking one time right, has right, nothing right. to do with anything, and I thought that was going to be the twist visually it's and creeping. that you thought that it's gonna be Ellie who's mm-hmm. cutting Jud's Achilles <laughs> Achilles, 10, Achilles. Yeah. and that it's not gonna be her. It's gonna be one of those demonic kids right well, which who, the other they had thing. all come back from the dead like Previously. all of them had come back from the dead. And we could assume that maybe the and they're original. They're trying to make elf. an army or something. They're trying to bring these pets. They're killing pets and bringing them to the pet cemetery <laughs> yeah. to bring them back. Things like that. I mean, it's
2: more of a. Uh, how much. That trailer, totally.
3: Yes. How much better would that have been? Well, like. I don't know if
1: it would have been better, but me and I would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> yeah, me and Patrick. I mean, he's not on the show, obviously, but RIP. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> wow. Thoughts and uh,
2: prayers.
1: Thoughts yeah. and prayers with him. No, I'm just playing. Uh,. We talked about the fact that they actually show, you know, the imagery of the wind, Wendigo and like how they actually get into some of the backstory just to not bring it up again, right? But think about a movie where they actually incorporate that to the, another level. Like this could have been yeah. a complete. Go. Let's get into the entity. Let's get into the the yep. power behind this place. Right? Is and Wendigo behind all and this I, shit? At one point, I mean, they, they show the imagery when, when I'm Jug like, sits so, down with Lewis. Right? Sure that like second time they sit down they're their best friends already. And right, right. It's weird. Their relationship, that's so, the thing I think it's, yeah, too is their relationship. Well, that's was the not... thing
0: that I had a problem with with the first half is yeah. like or if you want to just call it the second adaptation because no. after that it kind of becomes its own thing. Is that it's so it's paced like a cliff notes version of the source material which, you know, some people may say, "Well, that's that's a movie, dummy." But N- not when it doesn't work. I really? think I think it just goes too fast because when we find Church dead on the there's road, nothing to there's nothing. There's no like emotional tie to no. Judd and Lewis. Where the Hollywood
3: would have taken would have been a one scene of Judd meeting Church and kind of falling for right. Church, and that's it. That's a but, one minute scene. But
0: the motivation in the 2019 one is that well, yeah, I'm gonna know because Ellie loves Church. Ellie's gonna hurt. I know Ellie because she's yeah. been in the pet cemetery and SR. But yeah.
3: you're jumping to you, no, you
0: I know. Jump to it no, here. There's no There's no nothing. emotional tie from the audience to that character. Right. You're making that. those connections get
3: because it's in your head.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But here here's the other thing is like I didn't say it, it does it well. I think it does it no. absolutely poorly. No, I know. The eighty nine version, the whole drive is like, Oh, well, Ellie would be really upset. In in right, the he source material. That to Jud. Yeah. In the book though, the whole reason he does it is like, Lewis, you did a favor for me by helping my wife Norma with arthritis. There you go. I'm going to do you I'm gonna pay back that favor and we're gonna bring this cat back. That's that's it. <laughs> and I think that is more logical than like and that's the other thing is you don't get any relationship building between Judd and Lewis whatsoever? No, their
3: bond Very is rushed. that their their only bond is that they live by each him, other. They live by each other, and he took him to resurrect the cat. Yeah. that's it's their it. bond. And, and
2: alcohol.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, and that's fine. see Which that alcohol is big in the book that, too. In the book and in the original, they do have moments where they have their evening sit, where yeah. they have. Some beers and have bro time, basically. Yeah, and they form a relationship. I mean, so, the eighty
0: nine version, they really only have that one sit down. When, but like, you the get mo- the idea. But yeah, yeah, you get the they you
1: have get the gist of form it. a like. Basically, this is an uh, an older version of myself. He has lived a life in this area, right? I can learn something from this person. Yeah, kind of I don't thing. think neither a adaptation kind of the thing.
0: I don't think neither adaptation does a great job at saying. Lewis and Judd become friends over a passage of time. The 89 version kind of does, or you can jump to that conclusion, right. versus the 2019 one where it's just like, nope.
3: No, it feels like they've been there two days. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the and other thing. Sudden, they're, they're, hey, your cat's dead. There really isn't a you
0: great You want me to bring it back to time. life?
2: We're friends now.
0: Because when you think about I'm it... i Herbert West. Like, the only... And that's why I'm curious about, like, on the book, you know, I mean, it's a pretty... It's a few months passage of time between um them moving in and finding Church dead, which also they, they completely cut out the neutering, no pun intended, of Church in this new one. He just All had to right, because in
2: eighty nine he's gonna yeah. get his balls cut off. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So um because there's so much in the book and in the, the eighty nine version where the reason why they get his nuts chopped is because the cats wander. And in the 89 version, Judd says, oh, you might want to get it neutered so right. it doesn't wander into the road. And in the book, it, it goes into that in deeper detail where they feel like, no, we shouldn't have to do that to our cat, but then, yeah, we should because Rachel's whole dealing with death, she doesn't want to go through that. So that's why they make the decision to get it neutered. Okay. Where the 2019 one, Nothing it just happens which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing like that's a skippable explanation yeah. i think but it loses a lot of potency in in the motivation and drive of some of the characters what i will say in the 2019 one that i think it does well is relate more to Rachel's fear of death
1: yes 100%. i 100% i
2: thought it was a little heavy handed it is it, it is, at
3: times,
0: but, but I think it's more relatable but, than yeah. the eighty nine one where How? like you just have that one scene where I she really talks loved about Zelda
2: the dumb waiter, yeah yeah <laughs> that I love that dumb the waiter's great yeah. I
3: loved everything with Rachel and I, I love Amy Seinmetz, I think yeah. she was awesome in this movie, and I hope she gets a little more big thing. Bigger roles, big yeah. things
1: like this, yeah. yeah, she's been a good actress for a while, oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but so, sorry, go ahead
1: Noah. so I actually I actually. Hate the dumb waiter. Okay, I hate really the sister. This is why they created that so that they could have jump scares through the yeah. entire movie. Yeah, I and agree. they played that part what five times. We saw. Whoa! <laughs> Do we need
2: to explain what a dumb waiter is? A dumb waiter. If y'all don't know what a dumb waiter is, you fucking don't. So, instead, oh
1: damn. So waiter. So the original eighty nine version has Zelda, the creepy, distorted. You know, she had what. What? Sister
0: with spinal meningitis. Yeah,
1: so she was creepy and she watched her die and it yep. was terrifying and that's why she's scared of death.
0: Yeah, Zelda died so, on her watch and, alone. Like,
1: in this one, so not only is she watching her die, but she's not watching it from like her bedside. She's downstairs and Zelda. Sneaks onto the dumb and falls, and it causes a loud noise, and it's very scary. And that scene gets shown five times to make the audience jump.
0: You can also tell that so much has been cut out of this adaptation,
1: too. Oh no! Because in the trailer no we see backstory. Zelda crawling
0: around. That's not. Yeah, I got no
1: whatsoever. backstory. It's literally just like, oh my god, they added a totally different L- element yeah. just yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that yeah. you could have more. Oh shit!
0: Like, oh, let me open up this closet. Oh, wow, oh, it looks no, like it the turned. gun waiter.
1: It Is she up again? there?
0: Oh, poof.
3: yeah. Sorry. No, 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 so. no. It,
0: it's, it treats it. Here's the thing: if this was made, I
3: liked that once
0: 12 years ago.
3: Maybe it would be. It was creepy. Acceptable. The first time when the body falls down. Yes, that's great. Yes, that one really worked. Right. If this was
0: made 12 the years ago, it, I think that that would be more acceptable because it's jump scares. But I jump think. Scared. As of 2019, horror in general—I thought we moved
1: past. We're this. smarter
0: than this now, aren't yeah, we?
2: Yeah, I thought we moved past. We this. have Jordan Peele now. You know, I
3: don't hate jump scares, guys.
2: Okay, I don't hate them. I, I, either, I don't, understand the don't understand
3: the hatred toward jump
0: when scares.
2: When that's, o- if that's I, all oh,
0: I re- understand it completely. I understand when that's the your hatred. only
3: horror delivery. Right, that's a problem. Right, the hatred toward and it. And that's what this based is. on what it came out to be, what it turned into. I yeah. felt
0: no horror in this. In this. Adaptation whatsoever. I'm just saying, and I think a lot of that is. I don't think Jason Clark. I mean, I think Jason Clark is better than Dale Midkiff. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but I uh, don't really tie into him emotionally whatsoever. I because, right but I also no, think. I don't either. I also think that a lot of that is because we don't spend enough time with these characters. Nope. I think we it just go through real fucking quick through the story. And we don't develop an atmosphere. We don't develop any kinship or relationship to these characters whatsoever. And I think that is a huge de- detriment to the story because the story ultimately, again, like we've said before, is about grief and coping. And that's all human emotion. And if we can't make that emotional tie to these characters, what the
2: fuck is the point?
1: I agree. Yep. Yeah. You, I think you're it's absolutely right. I still cried at the it funeral. Is-
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, but I have a lot of feelings, <laughs> so I no, cry at you're commercials. Right. So, like the yeah. only
1: and that's the thing—the closest thing I got to like walking away and having a relationship with one of the characters was John Lithgow, just because yeah. I liked him, obviously. And I'm sitting here like, man, I wish we would have hung out more during that movie. And also, he didn't like, even get enough. Like,
0: he no. didn't even he's get... not
1: developed whatsoever. No. He's, uh, he's
0: worth more. He's Not even a secondary character. He's like a third character. It's just
1: a shame.
0: Because he doesn't even... You don't even get an explanation on his life. You don't hear that he has a wife. Like I said, it was just really that picture when Ellie's like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's my wife. That's it. She got sick. Yeah, she got sick. That's it. And I'm like, okay, that's really fucking big. So... I mean, it's tough because like Lithgow is a great actor, and I don't know if it was like availability or, or what the cause of it was. It could have been something you know, IRL, right? It could have been something like he can't fit all this in the schedule, but he will be able to no, shoot like it's a few just days. Editing. I but think it's I just think a lot editing. of it is editing, directing, and maybe even the writing. I don't know. It's hard to always say like, oh, something's wrong with the script no, because we never know what's wrong with the script. No, but. This movie just moves way too fucking fast for something that's supposed to be so set in in human emotion.
3: Yeah. Well, and there's the, the other problem that I've really had is that there's no, there's no reason for him to want to bring Church back. Right. He's tried it before and it didn't work. Why would he advise someone to do it? He thought exactly. it would be different this time. He
0: has no conflict. He's just like, yep. Your cat died.
3: Yeah. I mean, if I
0: if you took a look based off the information we were given in the 2019 adaptation, they don't hang out, right? They have no emotional bond. They're just fucking neighbors. And he says, "Oh, I see your dead your kid's favorite dead cat, which is her only dead cat." Poor cat in general. <laughs> um, yeah. Um is on the road. Sorry. That's how it should have gone. But instead it's like, oh, well, I know of this place that we can uh, do these things even though in the back of my head we've already been down this road because that's the other thing is Judd has been down this fucking road with his dog.
2: And his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. well, no. Not in the book.
0: Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I've, I think I think this is an emotionless mess of a movie. And while I, I don't have a problem with the twist –
1: no, I don't either.
0: I think it was pretty smart. But the other thing, like Niall said earlier, is it it is playing to the audience like they have seen the 1989 adaptation. Yeah. Not, not, you know, the truck driver is fucking getting a call from Sheena in reference <laughs> to Sheena is a punk rocker playing on the yeah, radio. That, that was real. Dumb. Um, the whole, even the whole setup of like, yep, we're going to kill Gage. Oh, guess what? He got him. And then the... The uh, truck knives and hits it, fucking Ellie in the So head.
1: here's the cool thing. Here's here's how to make that scene right. It zooms past him like you saw, and you're just like, oh, shit, and you know what's going for, and instead of taking seven minutes to get there, because <laughs> yeah. you know what's happening. Right. It's not going to go to a tree. It's going to go for this kid in the road. And, like, that's the thing. It's like we as an audience, they played it like we were dumb, like we weren't going to figure out that the girl's getting hit. Right. Yeah, I li-
3: I did like the fact that the truck driver reacted and swerved off the road, yeah. but that the trailer broke off right, and right, kept right, right. on that was going. It
0: was more of an accident versus, I mean, both of them are accidents, right? But, but do but...
3: explain to me how, uh, how she is in One Piece. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's... And how the fuck church is
1: back. Church is a road Smear. Right. I was about to say, if you're not gonna, sh- he's okay.
3: standing right
1: next to her when right, she right. gets hit. If you're not gonna, she's sh- done. If you're not gonna show it, if you're not gonna show it, that's fine. But you can't. Th- that would have been better. Just don't show it. Black. Yeah. Go yeah. to black. Show yes. the girl. Go to black. It's that's it. all you know. We know what happens. We're smart. Yeah. We don't need the setup. And I didn't mind the funeral's procession. I actually thought that was a appropriate feeling. Yeah. Emo- like you said, it's an emotionalist movie. But that felt real. I felt real during that scene. I was like, oh, this is a yeah. Grieving- I could buy into it. It felt... It was a... It was I a mean, it, in the
0: book, it gets pretty... So, the book, the way it handles Gage's death is that the whole kite flying yeah. is just a kite flying scene. It, it's not... It doesn't lead up to his death. Oh. Um, at, at the end of the chapter, it says, you know, this will be the last time they have a good time for, like, two months because his son will be dead. So that's how it's revealed that Gage is going to die. Right is that it's just a passing sentence like oh Gage will be dead in two months it's like oh shit and then you start to read part two of the book and you realize he was hitting the road and they kind of they don't I mean he just happened to get in the road you don't get the specifics but what they do get really specific about is like his shoe being knocked off and like
1: yeah, I remember that. The little things. I remember that.
2: Yeah, but,
0: him being kind of, like you said, smeared yeah. across the road. Yeah, that was, it's just that was like, nice. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ooh, that's Well, in 2019,
2: grisly. when you see that trailer, you do kind of start yeah, to you see do. something. You do. And I was like, honestly, like morbidly disappointed that <laughs> this little girl wasn't just like <laughs> smeared she on the highway. She should have been fucking mad. If you're not gonna and die. I get if not that like her it. head was like stapled back together or whatever. Yeah. But it's, I like, think in the
0: book, they mention like the suspender or the... um. Overalls that Gage was wearing were inside out or something. I'm like, oh fuck, that's well, that's I, pretty I, rough. I, th-
3: I thought when he was like combing her hair that her hair was going to start pulling out. Right. And oh,
0: yeah. I thought it was just going to be oh, about these, being Hold on, dead. hold on. on. These so heavy let's talk, Let's talk about this because we haven't really. I mean, we mentioned it. So yeah, Gage gets saved, and Ellie is the one that gets killed. So Ellie is essentially Gage in the 2019 adaptation. but not but not but (laughs) lewis digs her up and uh ellie comes back and that's when the deviation happens from the source material in the 1989 version because then now these directors are doing their own thing which is something that i was excited about because it's like oh okay maybe that's why that first half was like fucking cliff notes version like really haphazardly right. edited it's like they need room to breathe this new story because I didn't even really check my watch until I started thinking about it I'm like oh fuck well they only have like 40 minutes to do this I wonder what they're gonna do but that's what excited me at first I'm like okay maybe they'll make this into their own story because I can deal with like you made a really cliff notes version of an adaptation to just get to this this point where you're gonna do something different and when they bring Ellie back, Ellie comes down to the basement because Lewis is having another kind of like vision, premonition, whatever you want to call it. and With Pascal? Or- yeah, with Pascal. Mm-hmm. And like Ellie comes up and says, hi, daddy. And then you get the this really fucked up scene where like he's giving her a bath and just trying to make her presentable. Yeah. But the the child's acting on that like with the eyes oh, which i don't think was cgi but i'm not sure here's the funny part is that that is pretty much straight out of the book because when gage comes back there's a there's a line where he's in judd's house and getting ready to attack him. actually i think he already attacked him and getting ready to kill him where he's like one eye was fixated on the kitchen wall and one eye was fixated on judd I'm like, okay, so that's a tribute to the book where you have the weird eyes, which also appears in Itch. Also. Yeah, yeah. So like, I always thought that was kind of weird. It's like, oh, we're just gonna go with this wonky eye Aesthetic for all Stephen King adaptations.
3: <laughs> I like... Well, I liked that it was consistent and it felt like a possession kind of thing. Yeah, but it,
0: it was also kind of funny, too. It was like... Oh, yeah,
3: it was... There this is fucked some... up situation gets kind of humorous. Dude, that's why I liked the back half of this movie... I, I as an overall thing, no, I I didn't care for this. But I don't like
0: the back half, I just like the scene, and then what follows after I, it I lose I think the back more.
3: the back half of it is way more enjoyable. Way more entertaining. But that was you know, that's Right, but is it <laughs> I
0: don't think it's enter- I I got annoyed with it after after that scene pretty much, but
1: yeah, I think is, I just I just Is pet cemetery
0: with, supposed to be an entertaining? entertainment
3: With seeing where it went.
0: Movie. No. I don't think I mean if somebody told me like hey we're making pet cemetery, I don't expect to be entertained. Yeah, there's no there's no I supposed to, to, to be somber. And yeah, I expect dark. to see like get my limits pushed, feel some fear. I mean, there's a reason why people say it's the scariest fucking book that Stephen Stephen King almost didn't publish it. I mean, I'm sure you know some of this backstory. Yeah but I I don't think it's supposed to be an entertaining movie however with the filmmakers making that change I'm like okay so maybe they're not trying to be like Stephen King but then they just they cut that off and that one unique scene is really theirs and everything else is pretty phone dead in my opinion I I I don't think it's well executed at all I, I don't think the back half is really great at all I think it's even worse maybe
2: I liked how dark and moody it was in the very beginning, but then that just kind of stopped, yeah. and it felt like goofy, but not in the way like Pet Sematary Two was, where it was fun. <laughs> it ain't no Pet Sematary. It was just or like even pe- yeah, even weird pet cemetery and wand, you know, no. There's flat.
3: some there's some dark comedy in the second half of this movie. That's that's there. I don't know
1: about the second daddy. half.
3: I just uh, yeah yeah, but well, I also okay, like everything after she comes back to life.
0: But yeah, I I, I also the like the half. scene where Rachel comes back with Gage. And Lewis is like, our daughter is back. Wonderful. And like, she's faced with this. What the fuck is happening? Wonderful. I've scene. already gone through the motions. I know. Of letting my child go. Now you're telling me I have to face this. I thought that was the direction that they were going to go. Yeah. Forward and turn it into a new story. I'm like, is this going to be like one of those comical things? Like, let's keep her a secret
3: because the whole no. And then it was just the no. I know. Horror I know. movie after but, that.
0: But. But the source material is really about men keeping secrets as well. Like, that. that's a big part of the whole story. That's why you get those lines like, a man's heart is stoneier, and all this other shit. Because they're, and I think even in the 89 movie, he mentions that women keep secrets, Lewis, but men, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I thought they were going to make a play on it, I guess, in a weird way, and maybe treat it more. I thought they were going to combine maybe more of the Zelda stuff with it like how zelda was this dirty secret in the back room and all this stuff i thought maybe they were gonna twist it but they didn't
1: like ellie could have been in yeah, the dirty secret yeah in the that's what i thought he
0: was gonna end up being i well, don't know where you're not
1: you, really her but it's kind of her i
0: don't know where you would really go with it but i was interested in taking that journey it just doesn't happen because they're more interested in like hey let's get back to our normal Stephen King shit.
3: Yeah, or the studio was more interested in and that. And that's
0: what I'm wondering, if there was maybe some more studio because interference. Because
3: if, if you've seen Story Eyes, this felt nothing Mm-mm. like that movie. There were glimpses in the drama that, that felt...
0: It doesn't feel like a progression at all. If, no. If you want my honest opinion. Oh, no, no.
3: It's... it's Like, anybody could
0: have one. fucking directed this movie. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, I don't see any... Even though I said Starry Eyes I think is more of a actors piece. Like Alex is so she's the MVP of that movie and mm. the one takeaway I think they did a good job at directing her but I don't see any visual or like director stamps in Starry Eyes. Right. Nor do I see any of the things that I saw in Starry Eyes in Pet Sematary. Right. So it's like okay are these just directors for hire? Are they trying to do individual things? Not sure. I have no clue anymore. I'm inter- I will check out their next film, regardless of what it is. If it's a studio film, if it's independent film, but this missed the mark quite a bit. And now, a lot of me is pissed off after reading the book that we have two adaptations that miss, in my opinion, what is a main character in Norma Crandall. Well, I,
3: the next
1: step is going to be a series, and you know that's going to happen. Uh, it will happen, surprise. and I'm sure and we'll in about enter. ten years. We'll get a series I just I mean I think really What it comes down to Is the fact that This is a movie With a large budget With A a director who I mean on all accounts Had so much to work with Yeah And It's not like The 89 version is perfect But if you're gonna switch it You could've done a better job
0: Right 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 And you know Like The last half even includes A lot of nods To that 89 film like the whole Achilles heel like setup you know it's like oh I
2: see what you did there but then they fucking end up doing it
0: anyway yeah something
2: that I thought that was like eerily similar was the fact that Gage looked basically the exact same in 2019 as he did in 89 yeah it looks like the same kid yeah it did and they also
0: talk in the in the novel which after reading the novel and watching the 89 one it's like oh shit that's perfect casting because they talk about in the novel his big head yeah and they actually thought um, I forget what disease it is it's mentioned in the book that like they thought something big head is kind of like mild (laughs) well no mild retardation they were worried about his development okay and I'm like oh that's interesting and then they of course get Michael Hughes for the 89 version who has a fucking huge head (laughs) as we see in New Nightmare as well holy shit tie in
3: Yeah. Anyway, all right. I think full circle.
0: I I think we've talked
3: about the 2019 one enough. I would not recommend it at all.
2: I would not recommend it I mean, maybe in like five years I'll like it more. I found myself
3: enjoying it more than I did the original. Whatever the takeaway from that is, I I I don't know. I don't know if it was supposed to be enjoyable. I'm not going to complain if a movie's enjoyable if it's entertaining. Me. Aside
0: from the twist, which obviously is a big twist, I don't think it's a good adaptation in general. No. No. It it doesn't do anything that the book
1: does. I mean, it's not a good adaptation of Let's the be first honest, movie. It's not Pet Cemetery 3, but I right. felt like they tried to make Pet Cemetery 3. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially with the last. Half. You can't call something You, know, I don't, you can't call yeah. something an adaptation when you don't stick to the story. Yeah, and right? that's
0: what drove me nuts about seeing you some can. of these trailers. Can, but so if there's already a
1: deviation from it. Been an adaptation. I don't mind a
0: deviation, but I don't know. I mean I have no problem with that twist. I think it's a it's a decent twist. If especially executed to keep it well. Yeah, if executed well and to keep it interesting, but when you're going to reference the previous adaptation that much, I feel that's very pandering. I don't know. I mean mm. I don't know. I, I don't think, and plus, like making that change, I don't think is really that much more beneficial.
1: I gave it two and a half stars on the
2: Letterbox. Babies it are two. creepier. I you
1: gave know. it two and a half stars because, like Michael said, there are a some incredible uh, effects. I think, and some of in some of the work. I
3: really like Church. I, I like Church I, I like Lithgow. Amy
1: Summits, yep. and
3: uh, oh, and yeah. I liked the back half of the kid. I if forgot a, Jason
0: Clark was back not American. If it hits if it hits, <laughs> he's not. If it hits I forgot streaming about site. that. Oh really? Cuz I was reading a, or I was listening to an interview video and I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> he
3: mostly plays American roles. I think yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. Is that you and his accent is kind of slight even when he's a little bit. It, it's it's not a heavy. He doesn't have a heavy heavy accent. No. Or anyway, like Lauren Cohen or something. Yeah, like
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't really recommend this one especially for fans of the book or even the ad- 89 adaptation. If you're just morbidly curious, maybe you could watch it on like HBO or something.
1: I was saying streaming site. Yeah. Give yeah. it a go. Give it a go. Yeah. You're bored, go. Yeah, but
0: it's uh it doesn't do anything that much better than the 89 version. I mean, there's little things that it does better, but like overall, yeah. It's the cat. Right Who steals bag? a man's cat? Who steals a man's cat? Oh, well, Niles is done. Okay. Uh, so we'll f- <laughs> fucking wrap this up then, antsy pantsy. Oh, I need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Treefy T-R-I-E-F-Y. You can also follow me on Letterboxd, which I hear Niles now has
1: Letterboxd. Yes, I do.
0: Go ahead, Niles. Why don't you talk about your things?
1: Oh, you can find me on Instagram at Niles and I L E S Maddox M A T T O X twenty two. Radio voice.
0: Where is that the same thing for letterboxed?
1: Yes, sir. Okay. Yes it is. And
0: gmail.com. And gmail.com. Please email.
2: <laughs> Please send feet. Feet? <laughs> <laughs> Rin. You yeah. can find me on Instagram at Rin R-I-N-N-S-T-L-Gram.
3: Mike
0: this would be you can (laughs) find me
2: scrolling on his phone you
3: can find me at Hassles H-A-S-S-L-E-Z on uh, Instagram and Letterboxd I think I'm going to get rid of Twitter
2: (laughs) you ain't gonna tweet no more
3: I don't tweet as it is
2: Uh, yeah if you went
3: on Twitter
0: on mine you will find an impossible Whopper review
2: I heard that was a really good review. <laughs>
0: oh. Anyway, our killer track is a uh, kind of a joke, but kind of nuts. It's uh, Tracy Lords Never Dies Jesus. from Pet Cemetery 2. What do you mean, Jesus? This is an amazing song. Uh, Jesus, yes. It, it's Mark Governor and Tracy Lords. Or Thank You, game. Jesus. Anyway, thank you guys very much.